Red lorry, yellow lorry. It's okay, hard to say fast. That's actually. the point, Keenan. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're done. It's with called that. a tongue twister. Oh, gosh. Okay, now, the great oracle has spoken. We are done with that. Hey, you swallow pretty hard there, Scott. I yeah, sorry. I noticed that. <laughs> That's You're a pretty loud swallower. <laughs> Not the first oh, time I've heard that. Wow. <laughs> wow. That's a sound. That's a sound bite. A sound, what is that when you save it? Oh. Just like just like JQ is a very loud mouse clicker, you are a loud swallower. <laughs> yeah, um, I think I'll go on mute next time I need a drink. <laughs> Nitro is the glory. Welcome to the No Name RC Podcast with your host tonight, Keenan White, aka Lefty the Great. And if you are unlucky, the Finnish village idiot, JQ. This is the RC Podcast with no name, but plenty of content. So sit back, relax and get ready for some serious bench racing. Yes, indeed. Nitro is the glory, but e-buggy pays the bills. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode number 96 of the No Name RC podcast. I'm your host, Keena White, a.k.a. Lefty the Great. And joining me this week is my co-host, my sidekick, my good friend, my pain in the ass, my thorn in my side, Joseph J. Quagran, otherwise known as JQ, BKQ, Rupert, Captain Asshole, and many other names. What's up, Joseph? How are you? What's up? How you doing, Same man? Same as last time, I guess. Same as last time. No change in Robot Man. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Well, say hello to everybody before I do my uh, my intros. No one listens to this. It's just us. N- n- no Me one listens you. to us? All right. Well, you know what? For, for your insubordination, I'm going to mute you. What's up, everybody? This is episode number 96. We are four away from 100. Joseph is muted until further notice. Uh, we don't like his attitude right now. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, we have a pretty good interview this week. I would like to say I enjoyed it talking to him. Uh, this man has a wealth of knowledge. He's a two-time world champion in onward. Uh, thank you, Mr. Adrian Bertin, for your time, for coming on the podcast and talking with me. I appreciate it. I hope you guys enjoy it. We was dealing with janky internet and other things, but it was good to hear him reminisce and talk about what it took to become a champion in those times and his thoughts on RC. So it's greatly appreciated. Adrian, I'm going to unmute Joseph. For a se- No, not going to unmute. Um, yeah, so thank you. Uh, shout out to... All of the NNRC squad around the world, thank you guys for tuning in. We had a great live last week. Joseph, are you there? Or I've unmuted you now. You can talk now. Or maybe you don't want to. All right. So thank you guys for tuning in. And on the live last week, it was really good. We had fun. Myself and Wally, we talked about Southern Nats. We rated it. It was great. I enjoyed it. The feedback that we got from people was an awesome two hours. It's great interacting with people. I love it. Uh, we're not doing it this week. We're going to do it again next week. Probably looking at doing the, the lives or the hotline. Um, 
two to three times a week. And when we get to races, obviously there will be probably every day. So good stuff, good stuff, good stuff. Thank you guys for tuning in. And uh, thank you for all the love that the NNRC squad shares. It is greatly appreciated. Without you guys, none of this is possible. Shout out to all of the patrons on Patreon of the No Name RC podcast. Uh, your support, you guys go the extra mile. It is greatly appreciated. Uh, you know, you guys get... Um, you guys get extra benefits, you get uh, extra giveaways, you get uh, early releases, and some people just, just pay just to help out the channel. Like, you know, we're trying to do big things next year. Uh, we're definitely trying to go to races next year, so every little bit helps, and we need to get to these races so we can do awesome things and learn and do things. So, yeah, if you want to be a Patreon, please, every little bit helps. Go check us out, and thank you to those that support the podcast via Patreon. Shout out to the awesome companies that choose to advertise with the No Name RC podcast. They realize that podcasting is one of the fastest growing media sources in, in the world right now. So they advertise on podcasts, which I think is pretty cool and kudos to them. So shout out to uh, and big thank you to Techno RC, also sponsor of the hotline. Check them out at www.technorc.com. Beach RC, sponsors of the Beach RC Q&A. Uh, greatly appreciate it. Uh, uh, BeachRC has been a long time supporter of the podcast. Brent, Lucas, all them guys going to races. JQ Racing, you know, all of that. All of it. Good stuff. Check out uh, BeachRC. We do have an affiliate link. If you can use that, it's greatly appreciated. It helps us out. JQ Racing, obviously, I work for JQ Racing. Joseph is JQ Racing. So, yeah, they're a sponsor. We sponsor by putting in our time. Thank you. And big shout out to all of the JQ Racing uh, people. Uh, Family man around the world. We had another great result down in Australia. Well done, Braden Johnson. And just people just r racing around locally, club club levels, doing good. It's good to see. Good to see, Joseph, man. Your car is getting on podiums all, over, all around the world. It's good to see. Uh, Papa Willie's Traction Tonic. Remember, use promo code NNRC. In all caps, save a little bit of money. Save 10%. Thank you to Papa Willis. They get, uh, donated some some product for the quiz and the top three picks for Southern Nets. So that's all going out to the people who that won that. So thank you to Scooter and Papa Willis. Shout out to Rob's Oil, your one-stop shop for all of your Amsoil needs. Check them out at www.robsoil.com. Manscaped.com. I, yeah, I just, before there, I just posted up something on Manscaped, my cool uh, case that I get to carry my, my lawnmower 3.0 inside and everything else. It's a cool little bath case to carry while I'll be traveling with this. And remember, man, use the promo code no name in all caps and save 20% off your order and you get free shipping. So cut through the jungle and find your manhood. And shout out to Duluth Crane. Special thanks to Connor, Connor Ehlers. Sorry, I messed up his name for his special help. Uh, I appreciate Connor. And um, obviously, JQ Threads, Joseph. I see you guys put some more... Um, Black and white motocross gear up. It looks great. Awesome. Scale Racing Sports. The Blue Ridge Nationals is coming up the first weekend of November. Shout out to them. Uh, I hear a lot of people talking about going to this race, so that's good to hear. And, of course, Wally Builds, man. We can't forget. I almost said Wally Buds, Joseph. I almost said Wally Buds. But can't forget Wally Builds. Shout out to Wally. We had fun last week. Um, it's fun working with him. We will be back next week. I'll be working with uh, Wally a lot, it looks like. And, um, yeah, shout out to everybody who believes in the podcast. If you're a company or track, uh, 
a race and you think that uh, advertising on the podcast would be a good thing for your company, hit us up. We have we have tiers for all levels. So you want to be the big dog and be the main sponsor? We got a tier for you too. We're looking for one of them. And yeah, um, if you want to help us get to, or help me get to races next year, we're working on doing that too. So anyway, Joseph, what's up, man? How you doing? What's up? Unmuted life. Unmuted life. What have you been up to, Josie? Oh, it's been an unusually good autumn. So I've been able to be at the track. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's been not you been have, too that, rainy and been okay. Yeah. Is it is it getting cold now? Like where you have to wear long clothes all the time and stuff? Yeah, like 15 Celsius. Nice yeah. for going to the track. That's a, so... Yeah, that's good, man. You're at the track testing. Can't that's talk right. about what you're testing. Oh, set up stuff. Any clues? Huh? No clues. No, no clues. clues, man. No clues. Unfortunate, man. Unfortunate. Unfortunate. But it's good that you're at the track. Um, we were just talking before the podcast about racing. We're going to touch on that in a bit and how little you've done, but you've definitely put a lot of time at the track over these over your last your short summer so will you do some 10 scale racing during the winter is that vi a viable option for you in finland mm, i doubt it it's possible depending on where i am and if i'm in finland for a long time over the winter then yeah i, I guess so so i can drive something but We'll see. I'm still unsure on where I'm going to be. Yeah, that's that's crazy. We that's another thing we was talking about before we came on her. Um, we're we're trying to you and I are trying to plan like 2021. We're looking at DNC, and 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 now we look at uh, we don't even know the dates for DNC, but we assume assume it's near the end of January of February, which it is. Normally, near the end or the week before, you know, like usually that weekend before the end of the month. Um, so maybe the 19th or 20th. It's it's even been so close where it's been the exact end of the month. <clears throat> and then we have the RCGP race, which is the end of March. So, um, and then there's the, the no prep RC drag race that I was telling you about that I know not, does not interest you, but King of the Streets is happening in Vegas. They're looking at a probably a $14,000 payout right now. Over, over 150 racers from around the world probably coming to race this, or definitely in the States. And I, I want to go be a part of that. So I'm, and it's usually after DNC. So I'm hoping to do that. So I don't know what's going to happen. Like if things go well and we are COVID free and we can do things, it might be a month in, in America, right? In February, like from February to the end of March with you. Who knows? That's interesting. All I know is it's very weird that the last race, last big race I did was DNC. And the next big mm -hmm. race that I'll do may well be DNC. <laughs> so it's DNC to I know. To DNC. It's so crazy, isn't it? Yeah, that's insane. Man, I, you know what's so funny is, you know, sometimes you get like tired of the traveling and you're like, fuck, like, 
dude, like this routine. Like, you know, for me, it starts at like two o'clock in the morning, just traveling over the mountain. You know, that's like my routine. It's like traveling is not easy. It drains you. Like, you know, I got to DNC like last year at like five o'clock in the evening, but I had been traveling like it was nine o'clock at home, her and, you know, just travel and just I that's why I wouldn't do that again I would not fly in the day before race again I need a day to decompress a day before and a day after you know yeah so and you need to get organized so but man I miss it I I miss traveling I yeah I'm tempted to go to fall bro Mike Hill wants me to go but I just don't know I'm just not willing to risk maybe not being able to come home to my family because I may have popped a COVID test positive or something. And I got to be in um, quarantine for 14 days. So DNC it is, man. DNC it is. And um, hopefully. So we need to figure that out. We need to figure that out. I, I guarantee you that the same way we feel about this, like the rest of the European guys are like this right now. You know what I mean? Because remember, uh, you said that buggy land doesn't look like it's going to happen because it of COVID cases, correct? And then when I did the interview with Adrian, he said, yeah, David isn't going. We was going to go. Now we're not. And David even said later, yeah, we're not going. I bet like guys like David and, and, well, more like well, David doesn't really have anybody up there in in Sweden to really match him. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's just kind of him up there. He's cream of the crop, and he just has to sit in Sweden and and at least like you know in Italy, those guys can probably get together and race against each other. And Spain, England, obviously France, but like in Sweden, it's just kind of no real competition and he all these european guys are looking over in america and the american guys are all getting to race against each other because things are a little more relaxed and i bet you that the like they're just licking their lips like saying damn it i want to race so bad like if i could go to america right i bet you if david ronafal could fly to america tomorrow he would fly and stay there for like three months and just race yeah i know so it's unfortunate um like this goes to my one of my questions is like who who is the number one driver right now like who would like i know oh we had the top 25 rankings did you see that this week last week no it has it updated now somehow yes uh after 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 sonets not really updated much but um you know how this always gets the pot stirring and people talking. I love, that's what I love about the top 25. You know, when you, when you kind of understand how it works and all that type of stuff, but it has Jared Tebow as the number one driver. Uh, st- I think he, no, he's still, he's been there for a while. It looks like, um, yeah. no, this is, okay. This is September 23rd. So we have, uh, no real change. Jared Tebow, number one, I would argue that, Jared Tebow could be number one right now, but he, I would, would you put Jared Tebow as, as the number one American driver right now? I would kind of. Um, Yeah, he's been doing well. 
So think about not? it. He got a least. second. He got a second behind Ronafalk. He beat he beat Mayfield at DNC. He won PMB, beat Mayfield there. He got second to Mayfield at uh Southern Nets here recently. You know, I would put Jared Tebow as number one USA. If, like, and when I and I would put Ryan Mayfield right next to him. Like, you know, like it would be like a hair between between them. But Tebow has definitely stepped up, and I would I couldn't you know. But then, like Ronafog won DNC, and I think that was the last time that all these guys met together, and that's what counts to me. Yeah, it's it's so hard because they haven't raced together. I know, so, unfortunately. Just, yeah. Very heavily based. Seth Van Dalen finally made it onto the uh, top 25. He's new. Adam Drake's done a lot. He went down four. Cole Ogden bumped up five, four. Hmm, interesting. Interesting. Alex Zankatine stood here. He hasn't raced in a minute. So that's probably why he's still there. Good stuff. Top 25. Check them out. Um, all right. Yeah. If DNC happens, Joseph, it's going to be, it's going to be, it's going to be big, man. Like if, if everything happens and Europe opens, next year's DNC is not going to be one to be missed. I don't think. So we got to go. We got to go practice out at Santa Barbara. Guidebook next month. End of the month. It's uh, it's now October. Can we expect yep. to see the book next month? Yes, I wanted it to exist by the end of this month, but I'm late as usual, so it's mm. going to be in printing by the end of this month. Now, so how least, how well, are you planning the to print? House is going to be uh, doing the the layout of the book. What's that called? Okay. Where is this book going to be shipping anyway. out of America? Uh, Finland. Okay. Sure. So it's <laughs> okay. Um, and people will be able to buy it where? Uh, I am thinking it's going to be on the non MRC podcast website. How website. That That's right. Would that be good? I think that sounds good. I think if you go to uh, NNRC podcast, nnrcpodcast.com, I believe that's the website. Yeah. Check out our website. There's some blogs in there, Mr. Fancy Pants blogs. Uh, Joseph's going to do a blog again eventually once in every, once every blood moon or every whatever, some ancient evil time that he decides to, to get and, and write something. Um, and I'm trying to make that a center for people to post up all their RC blogs, you know, and uh, have a place where it can be found and whatever, you know, just let's let that site grow organically and see where it leads, I would say. Yeah. So, yeah. Looking forward to the guide. How many pages is it? I don't know. It. I mean, it looks like it's going to be about 100 pages. Is it going to be like a paperback type of? Yeah. Um, okay. Like A4 size mm. portrait. All right. Paperback. Awesome, man. Um, I'm excited to see this. I know this has been a true 
work of passion for you. So um, you're just stubborn and hard-headed enough to make it to come to fruition. So that's awesome. Good stuff. Uh, how's your YouTube, your other hobby that you've picked up lately is YouTube video uh, instruction videos. How's that going? I wouldn't say. I have to hobby. play a part in that I'd at say, some point. I'd say it's work, not a hobby. But yeah, the engine tuning <laughs> video is 90% filmed. I still have to film a bit where I'm explaining some of the tuning sequence and the on track action. And then mm -hmm. I'll send it all over to Matt and he'll uh, edit it. So that's part uh, two. So I've been kicked out of the video. Of what? Oh yeah, I've been you kicked need out to, of the video already. You need to film your parts also. So yeah, um, part two of the driven RCGP driven is going to be released in a couple of weeks, a week or two, I think. Yes. So once we actually done, have then, a, then hopefully he'll be able to edit that, edit the engine tuning video, and then that would be released next month too. So sweet. Um, we're actually going to do a competition. Uh, for the next episode of driven so yeah the competition for the rcgp giveaway will be sometime this week and i guess um maybe 20 people will get an early screening maybe less i don't know we'll figure it out i have to put all the pieces to the puzzle together and get everything authorized all right question of the week for me is joseph i know this isn't going to interest you much but I would like your look at it from my point of view and give me your opinion. And I want the viewers' opinions as well. All right. So Joseph, you know I'm a big I'm a big the the the, the title of this this question or this post is Old Enemies New Battleground TLR versus AE. <clears throat> and why I wanted to say that is uh, I know you're not a big fan of scale trail and the no prep drag racing and all that stuff, which I'm a fan of because I'm a fan of RC. I know just for you, it's just RC. I get that. I understand that. But just step out of that box it's for a second. Put racing, yourself. You mean? Yes, just racing. That's yeah. all you care about. Um, you know, and, and that's fine. That's absolutely fine. But I want you to step out of that box for a second and look at this. So what I've been noticing is, you know, obviously, uh, you know, I follow, I'm not really well versed in both and all these genres of RC, but I do follow them and I have friends that follow them. Shout out to my boys, Sean Rusin, who actually brought this to my attention and a couple other guys. So they have this thing. It's, it's called U4 racing. That's what Sean's big into. It's like, it's, it's, it's at DNC too. It was at DNC in 2018, like where they race over rocks and logs and all that stuff. You know, it was right next to where we yeah, pitted. I, I know. What you uh, mean. It's called, right. So this is something, um, it's not big, but uh, Losi came out with a scale looking thing. It's called a laser knot, I believe. It looks like one of these little uh, racing buggies because this is all mimicked and off of scale racing. They actually do race these. So they've been racing this, and even my buddy Sean, he was telling me about it because it's been up to where his local track where he looks after. And so then AE or Element, which is a a part of AE, obviously it's this 
the this side of AE has released one this week too, you know, and uh, AE Element has released this these awesome scale rigs, and then Associated or Element released the drag car. So TLR obviously has its its scale stuff with Axial and and um, this laser nut stuff is under TLR is, is under TLR as well, but TLR would be on the horizon. You get it, but it seems like these and and I'm and I'm sure the TLR RTR no prep drag car is around the corner. They got plenty of of old short course chassis that they can use, but it seems like the the old TLR versus AE rivalry is not just on the the carpet or the dirt or the dirt or the on road track. Well, not on road anymore, but you know what I mean. Well, they're battling on this whole other market that's so much bigger than RC than what we do right now. Yeah. So was there? I'm question just in there my point. What? what my point is is what do people think about it? Do they think? Uh, do you think this is gonna like what? What can we see next out of these companies? Like you know, is it? Is it similar to the old rivalry from the 80s? Obviously, it's not on the track. Yes, it's still on the track, but it seems like, you know, this rivalry, this this competition is brooding here. Like now at the, at the track, the it, isn't, it isn't like it used to be. You know what I mean? Back in the old TLR AE days when it was like, you know, like race for money. Like if you don't win, you don't eat type of thing. But... Um, no, we don't have that. Like it's everything's PC and everybody's calm and collective and nice to everybody. I think it's different so. because the, the brass in each company, they don't care. They're just businessmen, corporate look at numbers. They don't really care about the racing that much. It's, it's not the, no, point. the racing doesn't make as much money as the stuff. Yeah, but they equally, they don't care about the, some scale truck that the, the specs or details or anything like oh, no, yeah, well, just basically they don't really care about that suits. they look like what can we sell to make money that's so that's mm -hmm. the difference so because of that they don't care it trickles down to the driver level too like there isn't this big rivalry between the two companies i think i just i just don't see it not like it okay. used to be before not like what i know you are talking about it's like Right. As long as we I still think there's the a rivalry between between the designers. There there may be maybe not in the corporate level to which you're talking about to the people that that may be calling all the shots and and signing all the checks, but on the designer level that that rivalry, that feud, that competition still exists. So I think that this is bleeding over into this as well. I don't know. That's just that. my opinion. What do what do what do the viewers think? Let us know. Send us some messages. DM us on Instagram, or send us a message on Facebook, chat or or shoot us some an, e an email, you know, or check us out on YouTube as well. Got a YouTube channel. Let us know what you think about that. The just a uh, hashtag. Uh, yeah, I actually want a hashtag. Old enemy, old enemies, new battleground, and uh, let us know your thoughts on that. All right, Joseph. You know what? It's time for some rc news and the rc news is brought to you by manscaped.com yes manscaped is the new thing joseph how you looking man have you have you cleaned yourself up lately i know you're looking kind of shaggy and know. raggedy i haven't looked 
No, I'm not even talking about that. I'm just talking about face. Like, you know, you could shape up your beard, you know, whatever. You're looking all raggedy, like shaggy. I don't know. I, I look the same as always. Okay, so you're looking, you're looking like one step away from being um, president of the, uh, of or you know, Trump. yeah, you know, of you're like one step away from like you're always one step away from um, homelessness. So you you look the part sometimes too. So you definitely need to get all trimmed up, man. So let's get you, man. I I keep saying this. I'm gonna I'm gonna see what I can do for you, but we need to get you a, a lawnmower 3.0. Get you all trimmed up because there is a time. There is gonna come a time, and you want to want to de-virginize again. The good thing about re-virginizing is de-virginizing. You can always, you know, if you de-virgin, if you re-virginize, you can always de-virginize. So it's an ongoing thing. Um, I re-virginize and de-virginize as much as I can. Um, but basically, let's get you this awesome. Uh, Glowmore three point. I actually used it this morning to uh, shape up my beard. It was pretty awesome. A lot of people may think that's gross, but I washed it because you know why? It is waterproof, and uh, actually, I need to charge it. So it's got a nice USB stand that I pop prop up next to my uh, my toothbrushes, and it just charges on its own with the upgraded Quiet Stroke technology, seven thousand RPM motor, the LED light to help you see into those deep. Dark crevices. Now, some of us may have deeper and darker crevices than others. I am one of those people. I'm a big boy. And, uh, you know, it just allows you to get in there and, and get that, you know, get in those tight to reach spots. So, you know, go to www.manscape.com. Use the promo code no name in all caps. Save 20% off your order and you get free shipping. You get a nice little carrying case, uh, boxers. Ball moisturizer, ball deodorant, all this stuff. And, you know, um, yeah, you save 20%. And if you have the balls enough to let me know, or you have the balls enough to do it, hashtag us in this and say, I got this from the NNNRC's podcast. And, uh, yeah, that would be awesome. All right, Joseph. So, first off, um, we're off of, uh, we are coming off of the Southern Natch race, which we didn't talk about. We talked about last week, and then I talked about uh, on the on the NNRC live. I have no idea what was that that just went across. I think next up, uh, and this pertains to to RCGP in some way because it's the same track. Uh, we have the um, U.S. Open coming up at SCRC in El Paso. So I was talking to Tim Lime about this today, actually. And I'll probably have him on the call-ins to uh, talk about it a little bit more. But this is uh, a one-class race. There isn't no sportsman. There is no, you know, no intermediate. So it's all IFMAR qualifying. You just have nitro buggy, e-buggy, truggy. And then he has, like, two support classes, which is, like, e-truggy and four-wheel drive sport, uh, short course. Because there are a lot of people in that area like that class. But for e-buggy, nitro buggy, and and Truggy, there are all $500 payouts to the winners. And you get three rounds of qualifying, seven minutes each. Track build is going to be, um, hold on, let me get back to that. And if you win, if somebody managed to win all three classes, like if somebody like Mayfield goes there and does what he done, uh, like he did at LCRC, he can win minimum of two thousand dollars i think it depends on entries but he can win 
it depends on many entries come. The more entries that come in, the more he'll make, but the more that person will make. But $500 per ent per class isn't bad for the winner. Um, it, it's a very fun race from what I've seen. We had fun at SCRC. It looks like Jerry Showers and Corbin Showers. Showers family have put a lot of work. They've redone their, their driver's stand. They got destroyed, got ruined a little bit in a storm. The track is bigger than when we went there, Joseph. Westergaard's going on there to put a to put a a, a layout in. Westergaard's getting popular, man. His 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 builds are get his services are getting popular. Uh, see, he just built the JBR track for um, Palm Desert. Yeah, this is going to be a, a decent race. We're going to have a good bit of pro guys going there. Not as stacked as Southern Nats. But this is our next biggish race. If I'm missing one, please let me know. Somebody will let me know there's another race coming up. And so, yeah, this should be exciting, man. Some money on the line. That's good to see. It's uh, coming out of the uh, race promoter's pocket to give back to the racers. Even though, like, let's be realistic. One of these top guys will probably win this because it's only one class. But really relaxed race. Like, a lot of people camp, have fun, and it's good to see. So that is on the... I have it up here, or I had it up here, and of course I don't have it anymore. Uh, the twenty third and twenty fifth of um of October, and that's good. And then it looks like RCGP will be here in March, right, Joseph? Oh uh, yeah, I mean in America, yeah. Yeah, so it should be good. A good, uh, a good uh, feel for what uh, this should be a good race. I think they'll get a good bit of entries, but this should be uh, a let's good. Let's just hope uh, there's no more COVID. Yeah, I know. Goddamn COVID! COVID, damn it! But it's not bad. Yeah. Sixty dollars per class, thirty-five dollars for the four-wheel drive short course and electric truggy seating practice. It's got you know good stuff. This is a good race. I've heard good things about it. So. Excited for that. Excited to go back to SCRC for RCGP next year. Hopefully. Hopefully I get to go. And hopefully we get to have it. Um, I see Ongaro has launched his own brand on www.ong-rc.net. I'm kind of meh about this. It's like Davide. And then I guess ONG is the, the letters that will be famous that, it's good to see these drivers all branding themselves now, Joseph. I want to say you kind of led the, the led the charge on this branding. You know, you had your JQ for a long time. You you was you was super um, forward thinking and seeing the future back then. Now everybody has a, a logo, pretty much. I think David Ronafuck was like one of the next guys I saw to do it, but now everybody. I'm sure has there were people thing. before me. I can't remember. Yeah, but yeah, not as. I know, but in this, like now, like everybody's got one. Everybody has a video, has a logo. I might do a, a LTG logo. What do you think about that? I like our logo, like with our, maybe me choking you out. I'm trying to get uh, the guy who did that to probably do some more art. Because people have asked for that in a shirt. I think that's a pretty yeah. cool depiction of us, actually. Um... Yeah, not much, man. Um, Circus RC, they have... Some results up, not much, just parts like, um, you know, for stuff for the drag world. That's, you know, because that's booming. So you got drag. Has Neo Buggy died officially? 
Have you seen? There's no, no update. Suckers, I know, but you know what, man? I know you had hopes of maybe trying to catch Savoia. Ain't gonna happen. Savoia doubles. About? I just said, has Neobuggy died? The website. Have you been on the website? There's no update. Yeah, I've been on there. But I said, no, it hasn't died. It's still there. I was talking about something else. Yeah, but it hasn't been updated for a month. Let's see. Ah, man, Phil would be a great guest to get on her. Phil would be a great, great guest. Um, 8th of September, Austin Wick wins at Labor Day Challenge. Was the last post. There has not been a post since then. So, yeah, that might be something that something might be off. Maybe this is the end of Neo Buggy and everything. Circus RC now. Circus RC has everything that you need for, especially for European racing. Uh, Savoia on the po on the top step two times. Yeah, you ain't you are not catching Savoia at all next year. Justin. He's done. Uh, uh, he's done. He's on the top podium. You aren't. He's just top podium. Some club done? race in France. Big deal. You went to a fuck the equivalent to a club race in no, Finland. No, no, I I saw it. When when did I make? When did I do this take? Some I I can't remember. That something happened and I'm like, yeah, Savoia's done. A few episodes ago. I don't remember why, but yeah. anyway, so that, yeah, that's just how it is. Is this the track, by the way, if you're on that Circus RC page, is this the track mm -hmm. that you meant with the concrete corner and stuff? Uh, no, 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 this is not it. This is okay. the, this is the different track altogether. The, the track that I'm talking about didn't even really have, it was like cobblestone, not, not cobblestone, but. It's hard to explain. Um, Mayfield ran somewhere. Onward racing going on. Didn't um somebody get somebody got let go from X Ray that was popular? Yeah, German kid. He said he would. He's going to university or something. So because of that, he has less time. So he'll focus on ten scale more than eight scale. Mm -hmm. Not really run eight scale. So they just cut him from the team. <laughs> <laughs> they're like ruthless ruthless like yeah they're like i don't understand how you can, like they're like kind of how you would be if you was able to do things like that you'd be like well no off of their head no there's a difference well who was the kid this german guy the hell is his name yeah i know um I, I was I know about this race because I was talking to uh, a listener and JQ driver. I went to it, I believe. Tyler Jones wins at Victory RC. This replaces, I think, this is supposed to replace a big race that was held at um, King of Kings. It used to be called, and this is actually a good podium, man. These are three guys I can see. We can see probably on the podium or in the top ten in the future. We have Tyler Jones, Spencer Heckert, and Cole Tallard. Those are three guys I think we will see. I think Jones will get more podiums than those guys in the future if he does things right. And Savoia, podiums, Musso. Already Musso. covered that. French club race. Aaron Munster, that, that was Ch his name. That's who it was, Aaron Munster. Oh, well, no eight scale for you, Munster. No eight scale for no you. No x-ray, um, any scale for you. Well, you can still race 10 scale, just... uh just who who uh 
whoever he gets sponsored by. Maybe he'll Schumacher if he's only going to race 10 scale. Yokomo. Who knows? PR. Yeah, S-Rock's a given idea. Um, did PR. you see Ryan Styles Harris? Did you see Ryan Styles Harris Surf City video? I thought it was really good, man. I, re I really think that guy does some great video work, man. He's some he does some Ryan Styles Harris. No, I didn't see it. Should I'm I not really it? into the Yeah, it's pretty good. Like I I really enjoy his video his his travel videos. Um I'm not really into the whole stock snowflake stuff so much. So meh. But I like to I like that I like his vlogs. Like I like that. Like and um it's good. I watch him. I watch a lot of Mark Santamaria. You know Mark Santamaria is blowing up in the YouTube world. He's probably going to end up doing this for, for a living, like just bashing YouTube stuff. He does like uh, bashing RC, right? Tracks his stuff. And well, he still races RC and he's trying to bridge that basher slash race thing. So that's why he throws in the racing as well. Like he went to Southern Nats. Uh, I need to get him on the podcast. I asked him. He said he would do it. Uh, but his YouTube channel is blowing up, man. And yeah, I guess, you know, the the bashing side is just so much bigger, Joseph, man. I need to, I want to, I was thinking of doing something here um, with my, just like with my, my Traxxas truck and my Axial truck. And maybe that's just drive around maybe once a week, just me and my buddy, or maybe me and my wife, we just go for a drive and take the truck somewhere. And it's a beautiful place here in the DR. And capture some video and pictures from there and just post it up. Like cool little stuff like that. Like enjoying RC. Yeah. But that that side of RC is just blowing. And the and the no prep man. People winning money. That's what it at the no prep thing, people winning money and that's well, what they like. I mean you know? the Mark Santa Maria stuff, I just checked his channel. What thirty thousand subscribers and like five to ten to twenty thousand views on his videos. I mm -hmm. mean that's good, yes, but there are way bigger. It's funny. There are way bigger YouTubers who do RC stuff that we've never heard of. Oh, I, I mean, know. just go, the just type in RC cars on YouTube. And so like mm -hmm. Kevin Talbot, no idea. Just does like these, uh, cheap versus fast or 200 mile an hour car or some drift car or this or that, like sort of that non racing RC stuff bashing and hobby stuff for fun entry level this and that he has like guess how many subscribers he has a million almost seven hundred and forty seven thousand well guess what there's somebody that has and that's more. just one i look just randomly because i know look up these rc characters. sparks this will be yeah, this guy has rc sparks has completely made a living for the last i would say five to six years yeah, so this guy's Making Kevin videos. Talbot. His views are like 75,000, 126,000, 104,000 views. Like basically between 100,000 and 500,000 views on his recent videos here. Well, RC Sparks is 3.2 million. Uh, he, he's gone, a lot of his views have gone down because he has like none. Um, because of the the new rules of YouTube, if the the you know, like the ch children child shit whatever, like, you oh, know, yeah, not yeah. for minors. So yeah. 
Like his videos get like one day like he eight eight S lipo unbox blue Lucy super Baja Ray test seventy two k one day. Yeah. This guy's making a like he does all this like all this stuff like gold mining like you know RC stuff and I love watching his stuff and um I've watched his channel grow. But this actually, is this his, is the genre. His videos have less views than that other guy, even though he has way more subscribers. But you know, right, this is kind of what I've been videos. saying. This is what I've been saying on other podcasts we've done, which is with something like RCGP, the the first people that that needs to convince that hey, this racing side is cool and fun and you should give it a try, is these people. So. Obviously, there's a much bigger market out there of people who are already interested in RC cars than what we have in the racing side. In the racing community, there there's nothing like a channel or some creator that gets 3.2 million subscribers or hundreds of thousands of views when they post something. It just doesn't exist. In the racing side, it's, you know, 10, 20,000 and... Uh, then maybe the same amount of views. That's sort of, it's this content, which is still RC cars, just not racing, is 10 times bigger when you look at the views. So these people already understand that this is a, a hobby that involves technical cars and adults do, Adults can do it. It's something for in, in a person of any age. These are the people who would be the first people to go into racing. But the problem we have is it's not attractive enough. It's not fun enough. It takes too much time, too much effort, too much something that most people aren't willing to give it or put into it. What they like is they like to go out with their friends, drive the car, have fun. Boom. That's it. Mm -hmm. So this you is know the what? gap that we need to bridge first because if if people who already enjoy rc cars don't see the value in going racing them and then how do we how are we seriously going to attract people who haven't even made that first step yet and make them see that oh yeah this uh racing an rc car would actually be something that i'd like to do now if we can't even well, get the people who to... like cars and know about RC cars and can drive RC cars, if we can't get them to racing, then we aren't going to get like complete newbies either. And that's that's the whole point of what I've been saying about the racing formats and how I always say JBRL, but I don't care. I'll say it again. So I always say that JBRL makes you want to quit racing RC because it's an all day affair and you get barely any track time. Like things need to change. That's what needs to change. More of these people need to look at racing and go, man, I enjoy just driving around for fun. Like racing with my buddies, that's even more fun. Like they need to see that. They need to experience that and feel that. And they don't at the moment. And there's a reason why. And if I can, if I understand I'm in race, into racing and I like racing, and I can see why people wouldn't want to do it. I'm sure more people can see that too. So I think we should try and make a change. Yeah, I mean, but you talk to like when I talked when I went on uh, on the turn uh, with uh, Mark and Tony. 
we talked, Mark and I talked about this. And this is, well, that was well, about four or five months ago now, four months ago. So he's even grown up even more since then. But he's like, yeah, I want to bridge that gap too. But the, the basher guys have, uh, you know what it is, man? I'll be honest with you. Even the basher guys do not know what we do. Believe it or not. So they're not even, they don't even know what we do. So, man, we need to get uh, driven in front of them and show them and they'll get interested. And um, hopefully they'll come in and, and race and then bring more people. But yeah, he, he's going to, I watch, Mark Sunderman is going to blow up really big. And um, I think it's going to be awesome. I think it's going to be awesome. And I, and I, and I, I say, I just, you know, just like, because Ryan Styles Harris has been around for, for a longer time than, than Mark Santa Maria. Mark had on the turn, right? But like, if you look at their subscribers, Ryan has less subscribers that on YouTube. And I think Ryan does pretty good for his YouTube stuff, but he caters just to racing. You know what I mean? So even by the numbers there, you can see how little it really is. <clears throat> but, uh, mm-hmm. Interesting stuff. We need to get Mark on this podcast and probably, and Ryan at some point. So, yeah. I wanted to talk about Joseph real quick. Uh, Southern Nats, we didn't really talk about this last week, but briefly want to touch on this before we go on to some Beach RC uh, Q&A. Southern Nats, we kind of had the return of Ryan Lutz. We had a lot of drivers do well. Where it's it's almost almost October of 2020, we're not talking even hearing anything about silly season unless you have. I haven't heard anything. I don't know if silly season is on hold. Is on is I don't know if silly season's been canceled too, but it might be. But after Southern Nets, what are your opinions on some of the drivers? their positions at their jobs did they do enough this year to warrant going into 2021 etc i have because you know spoken, a lot of contacts i haven't thought about it really or spoken with people about it but i would assume that silly season would be silly this year again i, I would but think so. that's the thing remember because this is a world year and most of these guys' contracts are two years, and to this year would be where a lot of these contracts are up, I believe. You know? So are we going to see moves made? Are we going to see um, some drivers lose their jobs? Like, are we going to maybe see a driver for a ride? Something says maybe not. Maybe not this year, but if things don't get better next year, for sure. Will, did Ryan Lutz, like, do enough this year? You know, if his, like, I always say Ryan Lutz, but, well, let's be realistic. He had the the the, the not-too-good performances. Didn't, uh, not a good performance at DNC. Didn't show up PNB. Had a great performance here. Um, still doing things that matter, you know, but, you know, come on, let's be realistic. Lutz disappeared for a while during COVID. All the other races were doing things, which which was all right. What do you think is going to happen going into the end of this year? Like, will some of these guys switch teams? Will teams be willing to switch? Will guys be working for less money? I think that's going to happen. I would think that things start happening already now. Yeah. I think things have been happening 
Like, you know, I've heard, oh, you know, some teams drivers have had, like, like I was hearing about tire companies. Like, we just got, we just got bought, like, uh, by Horizon, like, yeah, getting pro cut. Cutting people. down on their team a lot for that. Yeah, you was telling, yeah. Free, free tires. So we're starting to see things start to clinch. I think what we're going to see is the people that have, I, I call them the RC bubble guys. These are the guys who have had years and years and years of 100% deals or, you know, who are just, you maybe just stack up on stuff and they race once in a while. They're going to see, they're going to be like, well, now you got to pay for some of that stuff. And they're going to be like, well, I'm not racing. I got to pay for it. I never had to pay for it. I haven't had to pay for it for all these years. So those type of guys might, you'll lose. Well, not lose, but you'll see them, uh, you know, just not having those big deals anymore. It's going to be good. And it's going to be interesting, but I just haven't heard anything as of yet. You know, it's hard. It's a hard year to judge anybody, to be honest. Also, because there's no races, then I don't meet any people really. And then I don't talk about those things. So, Yeah, you're not in America either. You would be no. You wouldn't be usually go to America when what? Uh, it depends. Like, yeah, October, November, normally. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you usually go to China every time for like a month so, or Asia, at least. So good stuff. I don't know, man. We shall see. Time will tell. I th- I'm sure we we'll, the rumors will start flowing in. Once we get closer to uh, end of the year and uh, we will hear a lot more things. So I think we'll just wait for that. I think it's time to go into some beach RC um, bench racing Q&A. What about you, Joseph? Why not? BeachRC.com, the racer's one-stop online hobby shop. Choose from all the popular brands and variety in stock with super fast shipping and great customer service. BeachRC.com still has the local hobby shop feel with all the benefits of the internet. BeachRC.com is the exclusive distributor for Ultimate Racing, JQ Racing, Pro Circuit Racing Tires, Nitro Lux Fuels, and Assault RC Performance Products. So fill up your cart and check out at BeachRC.com today. Yes, and thank you to BeachRC for bringing the BeachRC Bench Racing Q&A. And thank you to everybody that sent in questions via Facebook, IG, DMs. We got quite a few questions this week, Joseph, so that's good. Um, I think it was pretty funny what I posted up. I don't know if you saw it, but I did tag you. Junior Westergaard building the uh, RCGP Thunder Alley track. But uh, thank you to BeachRC. Lucas is on the road again this week. Man, Lucas is working his butt off. BeachRC has the Masters uh, of Dirt coming up here in October as well. Big 10 scale race. I was talking to Brent the other day. He's super excited. It's going to be loaded. Looks like it's going to be a lot of 10 scale and pink pinion shredding going on up there. So good stuff. Check out Masters of Dirt. And uh, let's get right into our questions. Joseph, actually. That might be a longer one, but this one comes from uh, Andreas in Sweden. 
And he he says, I really love the podcast. I, I noticed we do get quite a few listeners from Sweden. That's good to see. And I think uh, I think yours is the best, especially after Mike Renewal. So I guess he's talking about you, Joseph. Reading JQ's setup guides for inspiration and found a little mismatch about anti-squat. Can you please explain a little more in detail what's, what setting is better to use? My local track is high grip, astroturf, but really bumpy. No big jumps and lots of technical corners. I know it's just a tweaking setting, but I would like to understand it more. By the way, JQ rules and is the best information source now for RC tuning. Keep it going. Well, thank you, Andreas, for the kind words, Joseph. Wow. Do you know Andreas? Did you pay him to make that post? No. What was his surname? Excuse me? What was his surname? Uh, nothing. It's just, it's on, oh, it's on I IG, Instagram. So anti-squat, I don't race on carpet or astro. So, you know, there's that, but generally high grip, more anti-squat is better because the car doesn't squat as much, accelerates harder. Also, you have more steering into corners. So it's just, it's just good. But then for bumps, it's not as good. So then less anti-squat is good for bumps because the suspension is softer and handles the rough stuff better. So on that Astro track, you need, you'd need to ask some UK guys, Astro masters, what they normally do, but I would just try both and see which is better because for the traction level more would be better. But when it's bumpy Astro, then less would be better. Many times actually for high grip situations, um, when it's when it's well, really high grip and especially if it's bumpy also you don't want to make the car too stiff you don't want to make the changes that you would make normally like you read a guide and you say high grip do this you don't really want to do that because you want to make the car very forgiving and easy to drive so then you know less anti-squat you makes the car act a bit softer that's good you know uh, low roll centers make the car roll a lot, you know, make it soft. You want to give you time, give you and the car time to react and respond to everything, slow everything down a bit. So, yeah. So yeah. just keep that he in goes, mind. He goes Try on both. to say, he, he, he just says, because he messaged me after this, because I forgot his question the week before, or I believe. He goes, what setting would be, he says, I'm looking more for advice. I'm looking more for steering on power, exiting corners. He says, in the, J in the JQ tuning guide, I can find suggestions, but they are for bumpy low grip track or a smooth high grip track. And in my case, there it's a bumpy high grip track. So, yeah, he wanted to know, what was his opinion? Should I try more or less anti-squat? And what should I expect in handling? Because now I have two degrees. Sorry, because this was screenshot on a different, uh, a different picture. So I did, I forgot he had made that answer. So, yeah. So he wants to try more anti-squat. And um, what should he expect with that? Like, right. Well, like I said already, he should try both. I explained already okay. what they do. All righty. Next question uh, comes from, they are a 100 subscriber, actually. 
And he asks, Dear Keenan, here is my question for this week. I am a 100 subscriber, even if I don't have a JQ car yet. Wow, Joseph, that's pretty good. I will buy a Black Edition Nitro soon. He says, I will buy a Black Edition Nitro soon. Should I buy it now or should I wait for the new version of the car? Maybe the Dark Edition is to be released during 2021. So my question is, is a new version of a car soon to be released? And... Yeah, that's what he wants to know. So what would you suggest to uh, uh, have his name? Hold on. Bricol Tout, French driver. Well, there's no new JQ car coming anytime soon. So if that helps him. Okay, but he is a member of the 100. So he, he's kind of, he'll find out some more information about where to go here soon, I guess, as well. I would say, right? Yeah, if he's in there. All right. Cool. Next questions comes from Mike Didon. I think I'm saying that. Didonye? 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 I don't know. I was talking to Mike. He's from uh, Pennsylvania. He likes the podcast. His kids don't race RC cars, though, so that kind of pisses him off. But I get that. He says, this week... Can we go into a detailed version on running diff oils and what weight you recommend for low, medium, and high grip tracks? Also, what weights what weights affect the power distribution, whether it's front, middle, or rear? How to make the correct selection when heading out to the track? Whew, that was a lot to say. That was so much to the beginning. Was that about diffs? Yes, it's all about diffs. Diffs, 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 diffs. Uh, short, quick version. On loose tracks, thinner diff oils throughout tends to be easier to drive. That's because off power, your car will have more grip. It will be more responsive. You'll have more steering into corners off power. Then when you get on power, it won't be too aggressive. The acceleration won't be too aggressive. You, the rear end won't step out. Car will be more neutral when you get on power on a loose track with thinner diffs. So loose track, thinner diffs, typically easier to drive, maintaining good grip and response of power. High grip track, the opposite basically. You, you want to go thicker in general on your diff oils because what happens is off power it makes the car more stable so you get off power going to a corner everything happens smoother it won't be too nervous too responsive so that's a good thing about the thicker oils in general on a high grip track then also when you get on power because there is grip you want the car to have more drive and more consistent drive so with the very thin oils what would happen is if the front inside tire for, for example is very lightly weighted and you have thin diff oils you get on power and that tire will balloon the front diff will sort of diff out and that's an unstable situation you know if you that happens enough maybe the re inside rear also gets light and that diffs out a bit so you'll when you accelerate the the diffs will want to diff out and make the car unstable so that's not a good situation to be in either. So the thicker diff oils, more consistent drive, more stable drive 
on high grip. And you don't really have the problem of the rear wanting to step out because you have good grip. Then if we look at the diffs separately, front diff, typically the least effective of all of them. It doesn't really matter that much what you do. It's more fine tuning. It, front diff setup isn't going to ruin a car or fix a bad handling car. So thinner, more response into corners, more steering into corners, less on power, less drive. Thick, smoother into corners, less steering into corners, more on power, more on power steering, more drive. Center diff, center diff can make or break a car if you go to the extremes. Thin, thin uh, center diff oil, more steering off power, thick center diff oil, um, more drive, more accelerate acceleration. But if it's too thick for the conditions, when you accelerate, the rear end can feel loose. It, it, it can feel like the rear end wants to step out when you accelerate. So there's a balance. You kind of want to go, typically you want to go as thick as you can get away with, because then the car is still neutral, easy going into corners and you can get on the gas hard and have a lot of acceleration. Rear diff, the most sensitive of them all. Smaller changes make a more noticeable difference. You can ruin a car with this if you go uh, too thin or too thick. So very thin. The rear end will, ha will uh, have a tendency to want to swing around when you get off power and turn into a corner. So you have oversteer. So the rear will be very sort of nervous and feel like it wants to step out and spin out in cor in corners that's off power and then but then when you get on power tends to be pretty easy like the rear end isn't driving that much when you go thicker in the rear diff it's the car pushes more and more into corners the rear end will have more traction of power into corners so if you had that problem of the rear wanted to slide out when you're going to go corner thicker rear diff oil will lock it into where you do the same thing and the rear will just grip it won't want to spin out but if you go too thick, not only will the car maybe push too much where it doesn't turn around hairpins, when you get on power, the rear will want to start drifting, like fishtailing side to side. So it's a balance. And for the rear default, on European style tracks, which are, let's say, the track is pretty smooth, high speed corners, flowing layout a thick rear diff oil like surprisingly thick rear diff oil can be very good to weigh like it's 10,000 or even more maybe you match it to the front maybe like 20,000 front maybe 10,000 center 20,000 rear like a weird diff setup like this it can work really good because the car is very stable and has very good drive on power so you, it's it's not like a old school rally drift sideways. No, it's like this minor slight drift that the car will have and just maintain a lot of corner speed and you can be on the gas through corners and it's just, it's crazy. So, yeah, that's all I have to say about diffs. If you want more info about diffs, 
That was the short should, version. The guide. Yeah, this this the really guide. was the short version. So if you want to know more about this, you need to buy the guidebook that's coming out next month. You know, we didn't even talk about how much it's going to cost. We didn't have an, do you have an idea? I think it's going to be like $30. So everyone can, everyone can uh, afford that. Yeah, I paid uh, 30 bucks for a G.I. Joe guidebook. Like, not even a guidebook, but it's big and heavy. It's nice. Oh, boy. Jacob Gonzalez. If JQ could design, build any buggy for himself, meaning no budget, and not building it so that it suits multiple driving styles, what would it be? Wondering if that basically is the JQ car or, is, or does he have some wild ideas that he would like to try if there were no obstacles. I mean, it basically is the JQ car, but also I'm limited by my sort of my time and the budget. Money. So if I had an unlimited <laughs> budget and an unlimited budget would mean that I can just spend all my time doing it because I don't have to do anything else. Yeah, then it would be better than what it is now but the thing the thing is i i don't know for sure i do have some ideas but they they would take a big uh, such a big effort and a lot of time to verify and see that do they actually work are they actually better that i don't i can't say what my car would look like i do have some ideas but i haven't had the opportunity to really pursue them and see if they would be better and if, if they are worth it. That's a, such a hard question because if you say something, then somebody else just goes out and does it. Like, you know what I mean? You might say, well, oh, I want to see... I'm, I don't I know. I want to see inflatable tires on cars and, you know. I don't know that people would do them because they too have the same problem, <laughs> you know? They would have mm -hmm. to spend time and money and they don't know if it really works. So there's that issue, but hopefully all of these things that are happening, all of these things that we're doing, I hope it all comes together where there becomes a bit of a separation between racing, racing, professional racing, and then the hobby side of RC. I hope that happens and I hope there's budgets for racing and I hope winning in racing becomes so important that money is spent to develop cars further and that's where I want to be, you know, but the industry just isn't there yet, but I'm working on helping to change that. Yes, we are. Jeff Renner, what's up, coach? How you doing? JQ, taking yourself out of the equation, who in the industry impresses you with their design ability in terms of the eight scale nitro platform? Designer and brand, whose work do you look at and like? Uh, I see. I think that Billy Easton is pretty good. He, he Billy Easton understands what the car is doing because he is, he is a good driver, and then he understands some of the sort of design the the design uh, theory of cars, so he can combine that because he can drive and he understands the theory he combines that sort of the same thing that I am able to do so he is very good then Dan Hissam who used to work for 
TLR and Associated too for a while, but I think he's out of the industry completely now. He is also very good. He understands more, like a lot more of the the design side, the the theory side, but isn't as good of a driver. So he can't necessarily feel all those things as a driver, but he understands them much better as a designer and as an engineer. So I still think for RC, the best case is when you, when you are a really good driver yourself, it really is key, I think. And then the best designer would be one who is a really good driver himself and then understands the engineering and the vehicle dynamics and the theory side really well also. So the same person is able to do both. That's how you can be a, a good designer in RC because we don't have data. We, we don't really have ways of collecting all the data from the car. The data is the feeling that the driver has. That's very important. That feeling that the driver has is so crucial because yeah, we have such a lack of information. We can do slow-mo videos. We can, you know, analyze videos, pictures, that kind of stuff. And a designer can ask a driver what he feels, but it's, you can't put into words all those things. Like you just, you have to be able to do it yourself. I think. I understand that. I understand. You have to have a feel. I get that. Yeah. So Billy Easton and who day Dan Hussein. Hussein, Dan Hissen, Dino Dan. Dan Hissen. Okay. Yeah, most. Oh, Dino the, Dan. The thing that confuses me to this day is just. I I mean, most even big RC brands they have no clue what they're doing. Like the people who work there and are designing, they don't know what they're doing. Like very <laughs> That's basic a big statement, things. Joseph. Very. But it's true. I, I mean, when when I started, I obviously d didn't know. I knew a bunch of theory, but I couldn't really, you know, put one and one together and really tie it together. And I knew all the cars on the market and I knew how they were. And then I made a car and I made a car just the very original JQ car. The idea was make it as fast as possible and then have a lot of adjustment options so that it can be adjusted in different ways and then find a way. Well, I mean, let's face it, it was very fast, but it was undrivable. <laughs> well, not undrivable. I mean, it was too aggressive, too precise. Everything had mm -hmm. to be too perfect and you had to be too perfect because it wasn't forgiving enough. And then from there to today, my understanding has grown immensely to where those theories are still the same, but now I understand them in the context of an RC car, of, of a buggy, of, of an off-road buggy. So I understand the theory better than back then, but the basic, basic building blocks are essentially the same. But I can now combine that with the reality of having an eight-scale nitro buggy. And driving it so combining building on both of those different sets of information 
and then combining them, I'm able now to design a much better car. But the thing that doesn't happen in these companies is that understanding of having these two separate uh, sets of information and then combining them. I can look at some well-known, some even world championship winning brands. And I just don't understand, like clearly whoever is designing their cars does not, un has not put in the effort to do that. We have this set of information of race car dynamics, and we have an RC car. Let's combine this and what happens. They, they don't have a clue. It's just, well, for the last 20 years, these cars have been like this. Let's just measure a Mugen and put it. Yep. This is pretty much what we're going to do. Or let's just measure, uh, this car or that car X-ray forward drive is pretty good now. So we're just going to measure that X-ray and that's what we're going to do. Like that is the level of their designing. It just blows my mind. Like they have all the budgets in the world. They could do cool stuff, but they don't. I mean, good for me, I guess. Okay. Well, that was a very long answer. That was not the short version of that answer. But, uh, yeah. Good, good answer. Good answer. Benjamin James. Benjamin won him some clean freak and some, uh, I think he won some Papa Willies and maybe something from Beach RC. Uh, for guessing the top three. Well, he, he didn't get the, the order completely right, but he got the top three finishers. He got Tebow, right? <laughs> he wants to know, with the IFMAR 8th Offered Worlds delayed until 2022, with the, well, we haven't, has that been confirmed yet? Is it 2022? What? That we're going to have the 8th scale Worlds. Uh, it like, hasn't been confirmed um, if... If if Mar did the same as Efra, basically just skipping this year, moving everything. That I think was they should anyway. But this anyway, year to next year. Well, that's what Efra is doing. So I whatever was supposed to happen, says, 2020 is happening 2021. But if Mar hasn't announced what they're doing, right? I I think they're going to go of Efra anyway. Efra went everything that's happening in 2020 is happening in 21. Or no, they skipped. No, what I just Efra said. skipped, right? No, they didn't. Right. Oh. You confuse me because first you said they skipped a year. Well, skipping the year would mean that they just moved to, sorry, 2020, go suck it. Whatever's supposed to happen in 2021 happens in 2021. So 2020, you're screwed. That's skipping a year. Moving right. everything a year ahead, that's what they are doing. Where they're saying, sorry, 2021, you are now going to happen in 2022. Oh. Because 2020 no, no, is now going to happen in 2021. That's what they yeah, are that's doing. That's going to suck. So that's not skipping. That's going to suck. They should just skip. A, they should just skip a year. That's what well, I think. They that's should do. what Ifmar um, hasn't he, announced. Ifmar may okay. just skip a year, or they may do the same thing as Efra and move everything forward. Well, if Efra is going that way, Ifmar is probably going to go that way because Efra is the more powerful. Uh, I would Let's say face it, powerful. the IFMAR guys don't really give a shit. They get to go on holidays anyway, so <laughs> it's not like they yeah. care about RC racing. 
But he wants to know, but anyway. <laughs> oh, you are salty today. I love it. Very salty. And not at me for a change. Benjamin wants to know, who are your favorites, even though it's now over a year out? Man, my favorites are going to stay the same. Favorites for what? Dakota Fenn for winning the, the eight-scale worlds in 2022, but we're not sure what they're going to do. But my favorites ain't changing. I think David Ronafalk is going to be the first, second, two-time champion. This is one of my these questions where my answer will be different every time. <laughs> but probably the people are the same. So Ronne Falk, Mayfield, Ongaro. I can't argue with any of those three. I mean, those, those guys really are the best right now. And I'm going to throw in so. Fenn and Tebow. I'll throw in fucking Tebow. If Tebow is Fenn is going to fend himself. Tebow, too big of a race. No. Robert depends on the track a bit. Canas. Yeah, Canas actually. He's a oh. dark horse kind of person. But I still wouldn't put him up there. Like he's he's the dark horse guy. It's there's a lot of really good sure. drivers who there's really for the next world championships. We when when the time comes, we need to do a preview. And we need oh, to yeah. make a list of make a list of drivers who could win and we would not be surprised at all. We need to be You know, there. I think How that list that? <laughs> that list will be longer than ever. Because I could just I tell so you right too. now that um Ronifalk win won the worlds. And neither of us would be surprised, right? But there are like ten or I don't know. At least 10 other drivers who are, we could say the same thing. Like, oh, Tessman won the Worlds. No right. surprise. No one's surprised. Rivkin won the Worlds. Here's a question No for surprise. You. Like, we just wouldn't be surprised if they would do it. What's going to be the split Euro-USA drivers or USA rest of the world drivers? Whatever it was in Australia. Whatever it was in Australia. It's like, how many drivers in the main? 12? Let's say 15. 15. Well, what is it that Ephra races? Is it 12? 12. Hours? 12. Okay. Yeah. Why yeah. did we say 15? It's 12. So I think one. I saw one with 15. So then I would say it's going to be like... Uh, I'm thinking of Asians. Naoto and who else? Is there someone else? Oh, yeah, McBride. So, so there's going to be... Five right. Americans and five Europeans and two other. That's it. That's how it's going to go. And if if one, if Europe or America has more than Europe has more, so it's six, four. That's how it's going to be. Five, five or six, four. And Euro versus America. I can't wait for it to start again. Woo. Yeah, I wouldn't argue with that, actually. I like to see Naoto make it as well. Somebody like that. Yeah, but it's it's funny. There are so many drivers. Ima just imagine like Coelho wins the world. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right? Would you? Yeah, I no, it's not well. like it's not a surprise. Fend wins the world. I would be surprised. He fucking finished 60 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> he finished 30 minutes the other day, dude. Yeah, that's, and, um, that's halfway. 
Oh, that's halfway there. You'll look at it as halfway empty. It's not a half of the cup is always... It's not a cup is half empty. It's I'm actually looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to the world's preview podcast when we make that list. I think it it Uh, could literally be like 15 guys. Nope, not surprised. Then when we get to like Bornhorst, it's like, well, fuck, yeah. That would be a surprise. (laughs) You know? But yeah, that's going to be interesting. Why do you have to stop on these names? (laughs) What? I'm being honest. You're such an instigator, man. Jesus, man. Jesus. Jesus. Can't take you anywhere, man. Can't. Did you have any more questions? Hey, put you on a live and you acted up. Yes, we have more questions. Of course. David Brashears. What is the purpose of putting dates on tires? How do you care for your buggy tires and storage? Thanks. Great podcast, guys. I have learned a lot from your show. Um, Joseph, I don't think you keep tires. You just keep them and use them for practice tires. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I don't date my tire. I never, maybe people date them because, um, I know I put like, uh, the, the compound and the, I actually sometimes, I don't do it too much, but maybe I'll put right wheel, left wheel, you know, stuff like that. The compound. But date maybe to know how long they've been there, I guess. Yeah, maybe use the older tire um, first in practice, whatever. Yeah, I would I would think that would be the only reason. Um man, it just like when you leave those tires for too long, like they look good and they look all glued, and next thing you know, you're out there for five minutes and your car is great. The next thing you know, your firms are rolling past you on the straightaway or they're getting caught up in your universal joint. And all four of your tires are unglued and they look perfectly glued and you thought they were great. But yeah, you didn't use them since last year. You know, that's the only problem with those type of tires. Like I find like, you know, I've been through my buying used lots of tires on RC tech thinking I'm saving money. And next thing you know, I'm re-gluing all these tires of very little wear just to get some money, something out of them. So Storage, I would say a Ziploc bag and away from moisture as much as possible. But it's any amount of time before that glue wears away. And, you know, that's my, that's my, my experience with tires on that side, like use, uh, use tires. Thank you for the compliments though, David. We greatly appreciate it, man. We greatly appreciate your support of the podcast. Get yourself some NNRC gear at BeachRC. Use the affiliate link. Or if you like the podcast, you can support us even more on Patreon. We appreciate it. Chris Trudeau. What's up, Chris? How you doing, man? He sent me a picture of Paul Kilman and I talked about him. The guy, Polowski, who used to race fifth scale. Remember that guy, Joseph? Who? The black guy who used to race fifth scale and onward only in SoCal. No. Who had the afro. Greg would remember him. Eric Polowski. Or Polowski. He's a race fifth scale and onward only and motorbikes, like RC bikes. So okay. uh, he came up in the Paul Coleman interview and Chris sent me a picture of him. He says he's still racing. He says, what is the ideal length for a Nitro A main? 30, 45, 60 minutes? Should mains be shortened to 30 minutes? If attrition being a factor in racing is a 60-minute main a fair amount of time, 
or should an hour long main be reserved for events like nationals, regionals, finals, worlds? And he has with with Joseph being re-virginized, I'd expect his stamina to only last a few minutes. True. Thank you, Chris. Um, go ahead, Joseph. I have an opinion on this too. I like the way it is where 45 minutes is the most common. Well, forget about America, but the rest of the world, 45 minutes is sort of a common length for a main. And then for the really big special event, world championship, okay, 60 minutes. I like that. I like how that works. I would actually make the European championships 60 minutes too. I, you know, warm ups, everything else, not a big deal. I could even be 45, but that big event. Yeah. I like 60 minutes because it makes it special then. Um, I, I like 45 minutes. I think I would prefer the euros to be 40, uh, to be an hour as well. Um, I think all the big races should be an hour. Euros, nationals, worlds. Um, I would like to see. Is DNC 45 minutes? It's 45 minutes, right? Yeah, do yeah. an hour at DNC. Yeah. I think we should do an hour at DNC. The problem with DNC, it's just late on a Sunday and people want to go to fuck home. Like, you know? Um, but Don't then. Get me started. <laughs> but then I really enjoyed the little 15 minute skirmishes like you know what I mean and I think for nitro racing and new people and crowd getting the and I have to agree with like Jeff said this a while back on the rant the 15 minute is more exciting and it is it is those 15 minute skirmishes are more exciting depends on the race I mean there's if no it's real more time than to one, relax if it's more than one then okay yeah make them 15 minutes yes yeah yeah um or double like motors like at least tw 10 minutes uh 20 minutes so you get two maybe two pits or you try and stretch it out who knows um but like i mean well let's look at okay like look at rcgp david runafuck out leading shoe in to win five minutes ago fuck like you know what i mean like my heart literally sank for him like you know I like this dude can't catch a break. Yeah. So everything has its its things. I like 60 minutes. I could do I think in on-road 60 minutes is too much because if you look at the on-road worlds, like 12 started and only like five or six finished. Yeah, they can't seem to finish a race in on-road. Motors, engines, man. Engines, transmission, there's so much heat, so much RPM going through those things there's no there's no relax for them you know like, you know there's no coming off the gas to completely go around that uh corner or you know so stuff like that um we shall see i don't know but yeah i'm, I'm mixed between both of those uh thomas stransky when will when will Black Edition be back in stock in Europe? Uh, I don't know. Is when it will not what? in stock? Black Edition be back in stock in Europe. Why is it not in stock now? I don't know. No idea. Surely it's in stock somewhere. We have a bunch of dealers in Europe, so. 
they're listed on the stories.jkracing.com. Yeah, check them out. Donuts, uh, Euro RC, Model Tune. There's quite a few people that have them. Did it in Germany? Um, yeah, Germany, Italy. Right Ice RC. When will we see RC stock return a lot? Return. A lot of JQ Racing e-buggy e parts are sold out. I need battery mounts. Well, um, stock I'm sure where? that's coming. America? Uh, Beach RC. Um, uh, they so I'm sure they that's had coming. an order that should be arriving this week. So hopefully whatever parts he, he wants are, will be there in that order. Yeah, for sure. Um, a couple more questions here. One second. I just lost it. <laughs> Guy Wright. Gary Wright. So I said Guy Wright. <clears throat> Question for JQ. I normally race on a high bite outdoor track. Last weekend, I traveled to a big race and the track surface was hard, packed, and polished. My buggy felt loose and slippery in and out of the corners. What setup direction should I have gone? Well, depends on what setup you start Tires. with. But typically, if you go to a track and it gets sort of grooved up, polished, slick, slippery, what you do is you could go to thinner sway bars, front and rear. Say you were running 2.3 front, 2.6 rear. You would go to 2.2 front, 2.5 rear just to allow the car to roll a bit more, to have more consistent, good grip around the track. Uh, that would be one thing. Um, yeah, it's hard, it's hard to know because I don't know what the guy's starting with, but another good thing could be pistons, something that I would be changing. So let's say I was running five hole pistons. I would go to more holes. So a six or a seven hole piston, I can run the suspension a bit softer. So the car is soft and plush, but it still has good pack. So that again, it gives the car a bit more grip. Um, then I would pay attention to the balance front to rear. I definitely on that kind of track, I don't want the car to feel like it oversteers to where the front has a lot of grip and the rear sort of slides around. So because it in a corner, it makes it hard to control to where you're sort of fighting a spin out. You don't want that. You want the car to feel very safe and stable so you can drive it hard in those conditions. So I would make sure that the rear has enough grip. And one thing that's quite overlooked is on in those conditions, normally you can get away with reducing camber. And I know, it's not very exciting, but camber makes a huge difference. So just reducing the rear camber a bit could lock in the rear end where you ha you have more rear grip and the car feels safer to drive. But normally the setups I run, they work pretty good track to track. So I don't really make that many changes, but those, those would be the ones I'd do first. And maybe on the rear, I, I would consider maybe lowering the arm on the inside, just maybe half a mil 
even I keep the same angle, I just lower the arm half a mil on the inside in the C and D blocks with the pills, just to again give the car a bit of a softer feel, allow it to roll a bit more on the rear. Yeah, that's that's what I do. Sweet. I think I know exactly what he's talking about. Like just getting this this polishy tracks, you just maybe you get off like you have to stay on that line. The lines aren't that that wide. You just get like like part of your car and that little bit of dust out there and just like it's just slippery. You're just sliding. It's a uh, interesting those polished tracks, man. They're they're interesting to drive on though. Interesting to drive on. I want to thank everybody for all their questions. Mike Walker had a question. What is the meaning of life and everything? Mike Waters, Mike Walker. What's up, Mike Walker? You're getting excited. You, you, you're going to go racing here soon. So that's good to see. Thank you, everybody, for the questions. Thank you, uh, Beach RC, for sponsoring this podcast. Remember, everybody, there is an affiliate link in the description, uh, written description of this podcast. If you can use that, it's greatly appreciated. Helps us out. Joseph, thank you for your time, of course. Sorry about that. Thank you for your knowledge. I appreciate it. Oh, great Oracle of RC. Should I change? I'm going to change the name to the Oracle of RC. Okay. You like that? We give you another name. I really don't. Oh, care. great Oracle. Oh, great Oracle. We leave this as sacrifice for your RC knowledge. Here are some broken cars. <laughs> you know, you don't know what Oracles are, you idiot? Yeah, I do. All right, so I will talk to you after the Techno RC interview of Adrian Bartine. All right, dude? Okay. Techno RC. Techno RC. Techno RC is a premium manufacturer specializing in 8th and 10th scale high-performance off-road RC buggies and trucks. Visit www.technorc.com for a complete catalog of their products. Techno RC, excellence in engineering. Hashtag Techno Takeover. Joining me this week on the No Name RC podcast is a name you've you've probably heard of, of uh, you've seen him. He is a two-time world champion. Uh, he is mentor and I want to say like coach and mechanic to a world champion. And he is the team, I believe he's the team manager, he will correct me, uh, of one of the most successful eight-scale racing chassis platforms we have right now going on in our RC. i like to welcome uh, HB's Mr. Adrian Bertin. What's up, Adrian? How are you? I'm good. Nice to be here today with you. It's an honor to, to talk with you today. Yes, thank you for coming on. Uh, we we kind of got to meet over the years at DNC and then finally at RCGP. I appreciate you coming on. We had talked about this. Um, David was like, ah, but Adrian's internet isn't good. It's not, you know, but I was like, well, let's try it. And 
we figured it out, and I think we're going to have a great chat. So thank you for your time. Yeah, it's a, it's it's a it's a pleasure. Yeah, and before we go on any further, people, uh, if you're listening to this and you may hear some like jackhammering or construction type of noise faintly in the background of my of me uh, while I'm recording this, they are doing some construction uh, next door. It's not too bad, but you know we have to we have to do what we have to do to get the to get the content going. I would say, right, Adrian? Yes, it's uh, we are used to to face uh, issue even on the race field, so. Let's move forward and uh, enjoy it. <laughs> All right, Adrian. So just for clarification, uh, you are the, what is your role at uh, HB Racing? My role as a, at HB Racing is uh, to have, uh, let's say, to sum up, to have the, the brand uh, moving forward. So I'm t- taking care about all the, the ideas and development for, for the brand. Uh, people see, see me as team manager, but I, would, I could be like overall team manager. So I take care also as well on the commercial side, um, not on not for the daily things, but uh, everything which is related to to the brain basically uh, comes under my uh, responsibility. Okay, so you're like the guy at HB, Dan. Let's just say that you are the man. Um, uh, you are the guy that that has been like for me. I've been watching HB. Grow and grow, especially on the southeast of, of America and these areas. Hello. Oh, you there? Uh, sorry, let me just close that on. And it's amazing to see how many HBs are now in America and just worldwide. And I think you're a big reason because of that, David, obviously Cole, and what you guys have been doing recently. So congratulations, man. Really yes, it's... It's it's uh, and it was it was a good uh, experience for for me. I mean, uh, uh, I have a lot of experience in the in the RC field. I'm doing RC uh, since now 30, 31 year. Yes. So it's not it's not it comes from uh, from yesterday, but uh, I had a responsibility or for project in uh, especially in the nitro engines. But uh, the the life makes that we had an opportunity with at the NEDAP company to to take care and take over the the HB brand and uh, I guess uh, I have uh, I, I was pleased to to get such a, a great opportunity. Uh, I was already involved into the brand because uh, just before I was a driver for 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 Odd Buddies and uh, but um, yes, it's 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 a brand I always looked at uh, with. Uh, uh, it has been it has been always cool, and it, it was also um, one of the reasons we we have been able to to invest in it because uh, uh, no matter what the, the it has it's a brand which uh, which has always been well welcome. Uh, Tatsuo put a lot of effort and passion into the into the brand before, uh, and he, without him it would have never existed, I guess. But uh, we just uh, try to to optimize uh, his uh, his legacy, uh, having it uh, with a different point of view, uh, mainly because I guess before it was just like a, a side business and just to uh, to enjoy to have a great team uh, in the past. And uh, for us, it's a reality to make it uh, into a, a commercial uh, success and efficiency. So. I guess it's where we are. We have succeeded mainly. It's uh, yes, putting all the things together to 
to have uh, the satisfaction of the of the customer. And if we are growing uh, every year, it means uh, we are probably on the right direction. I would say so. I think so. Um, you said your journey in RC started 31 years ago. Um, I, I like to, I think, I get teased sometimes to say it's corny. I ask this all the time, but I like to always find out how people I talk to got into this awesome hobby slash sport. How did that start for you? What was your first experience with RC and, and how did you dive headfirst into this rabbit hole that is RC? I mean, the, 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 the RC, I started, uh, uh, I mean, my father and uh, also my uncle were really addicted about uh, uh, motorsport and especially, especially cars. So since I'm a kid, uh, since I'm talking, I'm always talking about cars and knowing uh, the name of all the car of the world i've been always focused into the into the the, the cars and still today i mean i'm, I'm addicted about uh, motorsport so basically it it, it was uh, something that uh, was already in me and um, yes i was uh, playing uh, soccer and my my father also was uh, involved into into a club uh, but uh, one day he wanted to have uh, to spend more time with me, and uh, he wanted to do motorsport, and asked him to to get me a go go kart. I was I was 11 years old, uh, but uh, was living in Paris, a small apartment, so no space. It was uh, complicated to make it. Mm-hmm. And uh, close to my home, there was a shop, and uh, we 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 knew the shop was there, and I and I say, oh, if I can't get a go kart, uh, I saw these small RC cars into the into the into the shop, and I say, oh, why we don't do do that? And uh, it could fit into the apartment. <laughs> we we just tried out, and uh, immediately it has been uh, it has been uh, a love story immediately because uh, you have uh, all the, the 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 interest and the, the the of the mechanic. You have the competition. You have everything. It's affordable. Uh, I guess uh, RC is the most affordable uh, uh, motorsport in the world. And uh, I started like that, and uh, uh, my father was a was a competitor. I've been a competitor, so immediately I moved into the in, into the racing with uh, with success, and um, it started uh, pretty pretty quick for me. That's awesome, hey! But I'm gonna ask you: Do you remember what your first car was? What did you pick up? My first car was a SG. It was an on-road car. Uh-huh. So for the story, it's always uh, uh, we. The, my first car was a SG Futura with a super Tigre engine. At that time, it was already old car, but it was just a first uh, buy. You know that you buy uh, uh, like this and uh, to make a first try. Uh, but of course, there was no rest track. It was complicated to run it on the street. So then I moved to to buggy because it was more convenient and. Uh, uh, from uh, from there, uh, I, I had a French uh, uh, French car at that time. It was very famous. It was called a, um, a Rabbit. It was a French company, MRC, who was uh, making it. And um, the car was honestly not uh, really great in terms of quality and complicated. But we we didn't give up. Uh, we found out uh, we bought a Garbo then uh, a Gepard. But at that time, it was not really popular in France, and only one shop was uh, selling sales, sales, uh, uh, spare parts for it. 
and it was close from Paris. So one day we, we moved to that, to that guy and, uh, this guy already has a race team and he was really ahead in terms of, uh, vision for what motorsport could be. And, uh, yes, he invited me to, to his, uh, to his track. I went there and, uh, I showed some, uh, some skills. So he made his job, sell uh, the dream to my father and said, oh, you have to bring your kid. He's talented. Uh, bring it to the race and blah, blah, blah. So, uh, but we wanted to, to perform properly. Uh, Kyosho at that time was just releasing the burns. Um, so I talk about, uh, 1988. I probably had the, one of the first Kyosho in France, build it. And, uh, joined my first race. I ended up under the third and my second race. I won it. Mm. So um, immediately it has been, uh, it has been a good thing for me. I mean, I could get uh, proper support. I, the, this guy, uh, Jean-Louis Audubert for, for, for the record, uh, teach me a lot of things. Uh, basically teach me, uh, all the bases and to, 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 to perform properly. And, uh, yes, uh, the next year I move uh, into doing the national B championship. Uh, and, uh, I was, uh, yes, 12 years old and, uh, uh I won it. Really? So yes, it, it, it was, a it was, a it was a great, uh, great success. And at that time I have been probably one of the few kids able to fight with adults. Um, uh, nobody, I was smaller to, to, to jump on the, uh, on the chair, to, to, to drive properly on the driver's stand. Everything was for, for men, nothing for kids. And, uh, yes, it was, uh, it was funny and challenging to, to, to fight, uh, these big guys, uh, around me. And, uh, um, so yes, get my national title. I could get some, uh, uh some sponsorship. Mm-hmm who was really helpful because uh, at that time the RC was costing even more than this cost today. So hopefully, hopefully uh, I wasn't interested. I couldn't at that time, no internet, uh, nothing except the, the, the the magazine that you were buying uh, for the, uh, and the magazine also interesting showing a a new young kid. So I make the first page of uh, a French magazine, auto eight and, uh, it was, uh, yes, it was a kind of a small, uh, small revolution and I could, uh, get advantage of it by getting, uh, sponsorship. And, uh, yes, I meet, I made the world championship in Bangkok, 1990. And, uh, yes, my, my career start, uh, started, uh, pretty good. And, uh, uh, the only, the only thing is that to, 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 and I make choices that was, uh, uh, that was, uh, putting me into, uh, um, not having the best stuff, but having the people willing to invest and develop. So it was a good experience for me because very young, I've been able to, to, to make my, my car myself and also being involved into the technical side. And, uh, it has been a great, uh, a great school for me. Uh, you said you was, went to the world championship in what year? 1990. And where was that so, too? It was in Bangkok. And that was eight scale uh, off road. It was eight. Yeah, I, I started with the eight scale, eight scale off road, and uh, I remember that I was kid and I was going to Uichi Kanai. Yeah. Uh, I, I was using I was using a, a micro racing car, which uh, 
uh, was a Swiss uh, company, mm-hmm. and uh, they were the one able to to pay my travel for the world. So How'd I you moved make to out them. At that world? I end up in the quarterfinal. Really? Uh, yes, I was. I was. I was. Uh, I was in the bump spot to get the semi-final, and uh, I, I remember that Joel Johnson was uh, with me in this. Uh, but he flame and an issue, and when he got back to the track, he crashed over my car and uh, make me lose a bump spot. Uh. So I, I, I still have uh, this memory with me, and today, I mean, today I'm a good friend with Joel, but. Uh, he, my, my, with Buggy, I've always been close. Uh, I make uh, to to make the, the world uh, championship final. Uh, 1994, I was in the lead of the semi-final, bumping from the one one sixty one final. But uh, yes, my engine uh, was tired and flamed while I was leading the semi. So um, yes, I'm. I miss uh, I miss a bit of yeah for my probably my career in, the, in this class because yeah probably wrong technical choice and uh, also maybe not fitting fully my my skills but uh, mm-hmm. it was it was a great uh, great experience. Who were who were some of the guys that you looked up to uh, or who you was some of the early influences on you in this time? Uh, in your in your early career, the the, the French uh, the French uh, the teams were really strong. There was a fight because at that time you had the Yankee uh, brand, and you had the Sicom, and Sicom, and it, it was a war that was nothing close from even what the people can, can see today on the on the. the <laughs> they were like- already they were already professional drivers. I mean, at that time. Guys like Frederick Vesser for Yankee, mm-hmm. and uh, my uh, my hero was Pascal Gay. Uh, he, he, he was a black guy. It was known because we, we, it was called the Black, and uh, this guy was uh, a great talent, mm-hmm. funny, you know, really cool and whatever. And uh, uh, the first time I went to a race uh, for me. He, it was from probably maybe for a kid like today seeing uh, Lewis Hamilton. Um, really? It's, uh, yeah, I remember I was marshalling his car. It was a race we were doing together, and he had the rock uh, stuck into this wheel. And I was marshalling, so I I saw I saw it and just uh, turned the wheel and take off the, the 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 rock, and he could finish. And after he came to me and you know make a, make a, again say uh, congratulations, uh, thanks for your help. It was for me like wow. Your hero. He's like yeah, hero. It was uh, seeing uh, seeing uh, seeing God and uh, yes. Uh, after that, uh, after that, I had a, a very good uh, more people uh, teaching me. I had a great relation with uh, with uh, also Didier Boulmier, who also was uh, involved in micro racing and uh, he used to work with me as well uh, lately with uh, in uh, into the Nedart company. And uh, yeah, there were the two guys that I was uh, watching, uh, like uh, like uh, like hero. And after that, I'm not somebody who is. Uh, I, I'm I, I'm not like a huge fan. I respect. I, I follow the people, but I'm not. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not that they they are human people like uh, like everybody. But uh, uh, after that, I had a second batch of learning experience uh, when I started uh, one eight onward. 
1996, where I, it's the place where I got more of, uh, of uh, people teaching me and uh, uh, like, uh, yes, uh, Rodi Rome has been the first of, of them. Uh, Michael Salven, I learned with uh, Eduardo Pico. Uh, you know, you have always people, uh, I always try to get advantage of mm -hmm. the chance I had to, to be in touch with people with a lot of knowledge. Um, so it's a, yes, these are the, the, the people that were important in my, uh, let's say, racing career. Yeah, I can see it's paid off because look what you're doing now and you're like a mentor. I would like to say you're you're definitely a big mentor to to David uh, Ronafalk, and I think you're a big reason. One of the big reasons is the way he is now. Um, he's like a he's one of the true RC professionals. He gets it. He understands what has to be done, and a lot, he always talks about you. And I think a lot of what you're talking about that got rubbed off on you rubs off on him. And he's he when he goes and he helps people and does the same thing. And he he has people he's helping. Like Hampus is one of his young kids that I think he's helping out. So it's good to see. I, 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 I think I, I had, I had a chance to, 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 to find people that were supporting me. Mm -hmm. And also I think it's a, it's a matter of, uh, of uh, compromise. I, I, I was giving back. Uh, I try to give back uh, what I receive. Uh, but also you have to find uh, when you, when you, when you have this, uh, uh, me and David is more than mm -hmm. making RC. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm not old enough to be his father, but uh, David is like my little brother. Yeah. He became yeah. like, a, I probably spend more time in my life with him that I spend with my brother. Uh, so it's, uh, it's, it's a complete, it's a, when you do that and at this level of uh, commitment, uh, it's not only about uh, interest, interest tops, it's just, you have to find uh, the people I have, a, I have a great relation and, uh, his father, Pierre is, a is a, is a true friend. So, you know, it, it's, it's more that you're on the same page. You share the same, uh, and, and, and first the thing was with Pierre, I, I, when I knew David, he was not speaking English. Uh, it, it was a small boy, blonde. Uh, I met him at the first time in the Kyosho Masters. I remember, uh, yes, 2007 or eight. Uh, it was my, it was my last win at the Kyosho Masters. So it was this year. I remember you, he, he was, uh, he, he won the, 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 the the expert uh, expert class. It's, it's where I met him. Uh, he has been introduced to me by uh, um, um, Linus Tern, which was uh, which at that time was using my my uh, my engine, if I remember well. And I had a good uh, great relation with Linus uh, into the, the Kyosho team. And uh, yeah, I saw this I saw this kid, and I said, this one is killed. But uh, the car was all over the place. Uh, he was missing a lot of. Uh, I mean, he was just starting, and then you need experience and and whatever. And uh, yeah, I uh, Linus say, uh, have a look on uh, on the kid, and of course, I, of course, I did, and uh, uh, went to went to his father, and um, and, uh, and I said, oh, maybe uh, if you are interested. Uh, uh, I can uh, help you out, and his father initially said no because uh, at that time I was only focused on uh, uh, making uh, making engine. I was just joining uh, um, 
Orion. And um, he said, no, we had a deal with GRP at that time. And he said, no, I'm loyal to, to, to my sponsor and whatever. And I said, it was the right answer to me. Uh, but the connection has been has been uh, instant, and I gave him my number and the card, and I said, look, if one day you want to do something, uh, call me and we'll figure out something. And uh, at the end of the year, GRP stopped, and uh, Pierre uh, sent me a message, and uh, yeah, uh, we are now we are free. Uh, what can we do? And there was a race in Germany in Quaternbrook, uh, indoor race. They were attending uh, this, and I said, okay, I take a flight, and I come with the engine in my box, and and uh, I come to, to help you. And, uh, yeah, it's what I did, um, just because yeah, the, the feeling was there, and, uh, and the first uh, time to make the setup of the car already, I was already involved into, with Kyosho for... For the for the for the development and 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 stuff. So yeah, and it starts immediately right away. I guess we we didn't make the podium, but it was a big international race, and immediately it has been a success. So yeah, from from the start it, it started well, and until until today, and uh, and uh, certainly for many more years, it it continues. Did you when you first met David and first started? Working with him for their first team, did you ever think this kid here is going to be one of the best in the world and be a world champion and could possibly be a multi-time world champion, multi-time European champion? Did you think that? Yes. What about yes. it made you think that? I think I... I you have some stuff you can't, uh, you know, technically explain. It's just a matter of skills. Mm -hmm. uh, you, 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 I can see people having skills, but it's not about the skills. Also, uh, when I take, when I choose a kid, I choose a father. Is a father is stupid? There is no way mm -hmm. he will put the things together uh, to 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 make the things happen. He's not the only example. Uh, I, I don't want. I want to make a mention of anybody, but it's not on the only rules. But for me, it's a rules mm -hmm. to 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 have a, somebody able to to put uh, the dedication, uh, the investment. It's a complete package, and uh, it's uh, yes. I, I I could see the motivation of of Pierre for his kid. And it was a guarantee that the things and the investment you can do continue. Then it's a long process. You you never you can never know. But uh, the, the the what's what was the most uh, relevant with uh, with uh, the, uh, Pierre at that time and David is uh, uh, basically they were like me. You know they take advice for them, and you know, is, is, is there, there is no arrogance in terms of, ah, what you say is stupid, you know. I can see so many people that uh, come to you even today, even in my position, they ask for advice, for a setup or whatever, and at the end of uh, the few, you answer, and at the end they say, ah, but are you sure? Mm -hmm. So now my answer is, no, I'm doing on purpose uh, 10 new bullshit, so I'm <laughs> sure. But but it it it's, it's a, it, it it looks stupid to hear, but it's a reality. I and know. you have no, I mean, the amount of people coming to me, even the young of today and my team, and that comes to you. But you know, uh, 
there is uh, with not so much uh, humidity. When you when you start like this, it's complicated to to go to the next uh, yes, to the next next level. So um, so yes, I mean I had the hope then you know uh, you had people that wait years and maybe never want words and it's not that they are not uh, capable of uh, of something. But um, yes, for 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 David uh, rely, 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 relying on what he could do and what I could uh, help, for me it was a matter of time to get uh, the success. It it definitely worked out, and I expect more <laughs> success. Uh, damn damn COVID probably stopped that because I had him uh, pipped to 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 win a world championship this year. I think and. Um, especially coming off a of DNC, oh, so it was. It's too bad. It's too bad. But on to twenty twenty one. We'll see what happens with that. I I I, I think it's a matter of maturity. First, uh, we have to consider. We have to consider that the, the the. I think the field doesn't. I mean, it has always been strong for any period, but actually today the the the, the level of the, of the top guys. Uh, is impressive, but you can see as well that um, there are only few few guys able to mm-hmm. few guys able to to win. But the one able to be, to win, there are people that are built with a team around them. Mm-hmm. It's not only a single driver that makes everything alone. You have to to see that they have on the on the on their back supporting people that uh, so now it's it's really uh if you want to to to, to get the, the biggest uh, win you have to you have to build up a, a, team. a, a team a a team it doesn't need to be super big but you have to get a structure and get uh, you know uh, feedback. yes more absolutely. cars on on tracks more more feedback from all levels of drivers so yeah i get that i understand that totally Speaking of, back to you, uh, because you've done an awesome job with the Viking, David Ronnefalk. Um, he said he might be going racing her shortly. I hope he does, and he's going to come on. I think he's awesome. Uh, I don't like his football, t- his t- choice of football teams, but that's fine. Uh, yeah, I'm so, I'm, I'm so sorry. I don't know which one I prefer between uh, United and City, but yeah. let's see. Oh, okay, that's good. <laughs> I, right. I, I, I'm a soccer fan as well, so we can talk soccer as well. Yes. <laughs> um, I'm, I haven't been able to watch any games so far this this season as it started. You got away from buggy racing, started focusing on on road, and Melbourne got you some world championships, didn't you? Just a couple, you know, not too many. I, I yes, I got uh, yes. I'm really joking. Like, yeah, you got. Yeah. You, you ran but, out. But but the, thing, the 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 thing is, is on on my career, I I have never been a full uh, time professional driver. Ever. I did hear you say that on the Breakfast of Champions uh, on yeah. RC Racing TV. Yes, yes, it. Yes, I, I never. I have never been in uh, in this condition. Also, because it was. Uh, uh, it was also my decision. Uh, sometimes you have opportunity. I guess I have been strong in on-road, but in on-road the market is not as big. Even if at that time mm-hmm. Kyosho put a lot of effort into the into the, the, the this market, there was still a good numbers of cars to, to be sold. 
but uh, today if you want to be professional you have to be uh, you have to make one in buggy one ten buggy it's where you most of the the, the profitable market is uh, is there so it's uh, probably i would have the same result in buggy i could have had contract push to, to, to make it, but honestly, it has never been, uh, it has never been a, a, a target. I'm more in my target to be in position I am today. Mm-hmm. This has always been one of my goals since, yeah, since I'm, I started working into the, the industry, uh, more than being, uh, being a, a full-time driver. I mean, I got, uh, I got, uh, I got what I was, uh, looking for in terms of uh, result, I could have got more in because I'm, I'm like David, unfortunately, I'm not a, a lucky racer. I have to really to fight, uh, I have to fight a lot to, mm-hmm. to come over the, the, the stupid or bad luck or can call it. Uh, sometimes you have to call it bad luck. I, bad luck. I don't like to, to think about luck, but sometimes it's bad luck. And uh, so yeah, I want two, I probably could have won four or five. Really? With a, a, yes, with a perfect, uh, uh, with a little more luck. Uh, but uh, I mean, I'm happy with what I got because it gives me the, the credibility and opened the doors for me to 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 work as a as a, as a manager or responsible for anything into the industry and and um, yes, <laughs> having some uh, some result and uh, helps you to, to, to continue. So my plan is not to, to jump out of the industry and I have the chance to, to make a, a job that I like and uh, it's, a, it's a great achievement so far. What, so when you was winning, when you won your first championship in 1999, which was, which is a no slouch, let's talk about this real quick. But when you won this championship, what was you doing for a living? I was working for JP Racing. So JP Racing was uh, the distributor of uh, of Nova Rossi in France, uh-huh. and he was also tuning. He was super known, uh, like Ron Paris. Yes, uh, J- JP Racing, like Ron Paris. I mean, yes. he was a he, he was a guru of the engine tune. I had uh, one of his well. engines. I paid like seven hundred dollars for offered engine mm. from him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was, uh, yes, he was supporting uh, Jeremy Court. I mean, Jean-Paul had, had a lot of knowledge. And, and uh, technically, my first job was uh, to work for Kyosho in uh, in uh, in on, in, uh, in France. But uh, I could uh, I couldn't get all the tools to to. Uh, we were selling uh, Pico at that time, but I felt that I was missing something to. To, to win because at that time I still wanted to 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 win the world title. Uh, my first world championship was in Mexico, nineteen ninety seven. Uh, I went there almost as a privateer. I was paying my stuff, my car. I was paying myself. Uh, it was with a, a serpent, uh, Rodi. Uh, for the history, I've been the first buggy driver of uh, Rodi Rom. So R&B RB engine, the first RB engine has been put on my car. So nineteen ninety one or nineteen ninety two. And uh, and uh, Rodi wanted to keep me into the buggy. I wanted to change. He didn't want it to 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 me to stop because I was not his only driver. But we he was uh, just growing into the to the things. And I told him, yes, I will find you somebody to replace me. So I had a good connection with Daniel Record, and I introduced Rodi to Daniel Record. 
So I guess I made a pretty good uh, call for the yeah, <laughs> for him. Yes, so. <laughs> for, for 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 him, Daniel has been a, a great uh, ambassador for for the for the RB brand at that time, mm-hmm. and uh, winning a world and Euros and and uh, and then I said I said okay, I I I find somebody I want to do on road because I decided to I had fun. I wanted to to go into that field. So he was supporting me in exchange with uh, with Arnold Engine. So yes, my first word was a uh, third place, and I could feel that in this class I had the the the, the things I had. Uh, yeah. I, yeah, also because I, I I like it more. You know, it, it's 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 always a, a process that you like it, so you work harder. You work harder, you get mm-hmm. use of it, you get better results. So you get better results, you want more again. And I'm someone who isn't. I'm never satisfied. I always want more. So I had the the, the good uh, the good vibes uh, when it started from the start. And then yes, dynamic was there. So I didn't want it to to stop like dynamic after my my podium. The world could uh, could happen in in France. So I said this one is for me. But I I was really feeling I I was able to 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 win it. So I moved to JP Racing. Because uh, the best engine were Nova Rossi uh, at that time, you had to get a Nova Rossi to 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 win the title. So um, I make my I made my move, organize my move to secure that yes, I, I would have had something uh, good to to compete for the world. And uh, I guess it was uh, yes, I guess it was uh, the right uh, the right call. So so yeah, you you went into this. And let's let's get this straight for people. This is the um, this is the upper echelon, top echelon of eight scale of onward racing. This is the I like to call this the Formula One of racing. Um, it's the, that we're talking about eighty miles an hour, gear changing, cars just out there zooming around, turning. It's so badass. And in this time, where where you was challenging this, right, Adrian? This class was dominated by one guy, and he was the Italian driver, Lamberto Colari, who still is racing to this day. He yes, has, yes. He's won this championship nine times. Yes, you know, Lamberto has been, uh, uh, has been uh, a machine. He is still, he is still a machine. I think his dedication and his, uh, to, to the win... Um, honestly, I don't think I met many of drivers able to put that much of effort. The people don't see all the work which is in the mm-hmm. in the in the in the background. Uh, but his choice and his possibility was also to get uh, the full focus on it. But uh, yes, I, I've been the yes, the first one to to stop his uh, winning. Uh, he won five uh, title in a row. Uh, then I won, and then after again, uh, he, he move, uh, he move, uh, we move together to with uh, with Kyosho, and uh, it has been a great experience being his uh, his, his teammate because I mean you can't uh, give up anything uh, with him. I mean he's always uh, always uh, able to to catch uh, any opportunity, and uh, and for this, um, yes, I guess he's definitely the. the the, the biggest, uh, the, the, yeah, the best driver of, uh, of history. It's not even about how fast he's driving because when you watch his driving style, he's smooth. He looks nothing special, uh, but he's still there, uh, well prepared. And it's, uh, I, I learned I learn a lot with him. 
and I had to push myself uh, a lot to to be able to 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 compete and, and uh, challenge him and uh, um, in our experiences I was usually better when our packet was not the best I could find the uh, innovative solution setup uh, more than he is he has his way of doing he doesn't want to change anything but he is definitely the best to, to maximize all the details and uh, this and still today I know that he has a pretty hard time lately also because he's old I mean uh, uh, but I know that he, he has been frustrated about his last result and I know he's working every day to come back and the last race he's doing now in Italy is back to the game fighting for TQ he can win races the, 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 the yes Lamberto is a is a racing uh, beast and uh, I like him I, I have a very good relation with him and uh, it's uh, it has been it has been great for for me to 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 share time with him yeah but you stopped him and that ha that's that happened in 1999 in your home country uh, I listened to you talk about this race very fondly on the uh, same breakfast of champions because yes, we had, yes, had great yes. coverage. Why don't you just, why don't you tell everybody what made this race so great uh, and what made made it a great memory for you? The the the, the, the great memory was uh, to have uh, the, the the track is like is built like an arena. So imagine you are a center of a baseball field and you have a race in in, in the middle. It's it's extended but at that time also there was a lot of people and so i guess it was full the the crowd uh, of the of the main days uh, was full so it was like probably five to six thousand people uh, the, the people in some country some parts of france they, they came together by bus some travel were organized i mean also because the event was organized by um, by uh, name was uh, Paco Piardi, and this guy was a uh, 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 director of the CSP Limoges basketball team. So he's like the uh, CSP Limoges is like a franchise of NBA in France, basically, at that time. So he, he had all the knowledge on how to promote an event. He had the contact with uh, with uh, all the, the, the press as well. We we went on TV, on the, uh, everything, the coverage was great, but... The, the the most impressive was to to have people uh, the full crowd coming from everywhere from France and even from Europe and uh, the the emotion that you can uh, you can have in this uh, in this make uh, the event uh, really special. I never saw that much of crowd and people into RC event uh, since uh, since then, and uh, it's basically what is missing to our industry today still. So you won. You won like in front of like a big home crowd, and did like the crowd go wild when you won? And like yes, yes, even before the main, even before the main, we are doing the show. I mean, the the pressure is like it's like a soccer game, yeah. Where the the, the people are is pushing you. It's the the energy out of there. I, I remember the the Italian. They were looking left and right and said, "What the shit is that?" <laughs> It's, they were, they were surprised. They were surprised. I, I, re, I remember, I, 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 now I saw it with a different way, but uh, at that race I was so much focused on my, on my stuff that uh, I, I know that I miss uh, many things, but hopefully I had some friends making some video and you can see afterwards 
uh, what was the reality. But uh, yes, I remember working around the track uh, for the driver presentation before the main, and everybody was shouting and putting the the the, the pressure. It was it, it was huge. It was great. That's incredible. Is there video of this? I would have to go find it. Yes, yes, you you can find some. Uh, I think if we, I can send you the video of I have the, the video after the main, probably. Yes, I I, I probably have a video yeah. somewhere. Uh, awesome. I will uh, I will send you. I appreciate you can it. have a look on it. Yeah, sweet. So you win that world championship. Uh, what uh, you? That's just I I love that. That's a great story. Um. What changed for you after you winning this this championship? And your My, life? the 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 change is uh, I, I I change. Uh, uh, my relation inside the GP racing was complicated. Okay. Uh, I almost quit before the world, but it's just the fact that I wanted to win that I stay because uh, yes, uh, internal. Uh, politics and you know when you don't get along it's uh, along with people it's, it's it's like that it's relation in, in life and uh, but uh, just after i had, uh, had an offer uh, to come back to uh, i mean to, to come to kyosho uh, kyosho really is a phantom at that at this race and they wanted to 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 build a great team i won with mugen and uh, the Japanese were making a fight to get who's going to be the first to win buggy and on-road, back-to-back. Uh, to back. So Kyosho desperately wanted to, to have uh, a win in when it's on-road, so they put a lot of effort. Uh, so I joined, uh, I joined the team. I, Lamberto as well joined the team. That's where we, we started uh, working, uh, working together. So I moved back to my first uh, company because, uh, uh, yes, I wanted to, to continue my, uh, I was like a salesman uh, representing for the shop, making, uh, buying already the, uh, not technical side, but everything related to commercial and everything where, where I learned as well a lot about the, about the business. And uh, yes, uh, four days a week uh, to, to sell uh, Kyosho products and everything, and one day for, for practice or prepare the, the weekend uh, racing. So it was, uh, that was uh, the, the plan. And uh, um, it has been the, the major change. I could get a better uh, condition to, to continue to work. And it was a bigger step into being involved into the, the industry because then it was Kyosho that wanted to have me with a, with a, with a, with a support. And they were really relying on uh, on us with Lamberto to to develop the car. So that's it was it was a new a new challenge. Um, I have been always uh, somebody uh, willing to to find a new new challenge. It's uh, for me it's a, it's a real uh, real motivation. So this challenge was really interesting uh, for me. And uh, yes, you get a world title, and uh, yes, you have more opportunity. And uh, I took uh, I took this opportunity to to yes to to, to make my plan into the industry. And uh, after that, yes, uh, the, the, after a couple of years, I, I knew that my next uh, step was to work in for a factory, not anymore for a distributor. And uh, yes, 2004, I moved in Italy to work for a serial company for engines. But it's the, the change of the world title is uh, is little 
the people where how they look at you because uh, you stay a world champion forever it's uh, you don't uh, when it happens okay i mean in the day in nothing changed much but it's after when you come back to a restaurant the way people look at you change a little bit it's uh, i guess it has been one of the first thing i say to to david when you want he said you will see that the people will look at you uh, differently and um, i guess it's uh, is the best uh, best title you can uh, you can uh, you can have with the title of being dad as well but otherwise it's uh, it's uh, the, the major change for me it was it was a, a tool to 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 continue my 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 road to to have a better and uh, better job and something that i wanted to to be involved in you are uh, good stuff Hello. did you um question did you enter how many more eight scale onward worlds did you do after 1999 uh, i i made all the finals so 1018 uh until 2007 probably so for for 10 or 12 years i made all the final uh, possible i didn't miss anyone did you almost did one or two slip out of your hand out of your grasp do you think you should have won that uh, i mean uh, two years later uh, i was leading the, the in the, in australia two years later I was there. We were working with a prototype of uh, of, uh, of Kyosho. Uh, it was complicated. The track was complicated. Uh, we the, the also we show we show up with a, a completed prototype. The car was uh, completely not fully made, but it was really difficult. Uh, the start with Kyosho has been has been difficult because. They took at the end. We discovered that we, they took Lambert and me to be more phase and being involved. So basically, yes, our stuff is working in Japan. You have to use it, and that's it. But it, the the car was not good enough, and especially on the European track. So we we had to struggle to fight a lot to 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 show because yes, you have uh, the two two world champions uh, in your home, and uh, you don't perform like expected. So. Either the driver became stupid or either the car is not good enough. Uh, but uh, it has been a long, long way to have Kyosho understand that uh, they have to change their approach about uh, the development. So two years later, they put a lot of effort, but still it was, uh, it was, uh, it was complicated. Uh, I had the issue with the engine because uh, the thing is, Lamberto joined uh, the, 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 the Serio project. It was still not officially released, but he had a fight with Novarossi. And I was still support, sort of supported by Novarossi. But uh, Novarossi was afraid that I could give, you know, the special engine to Lomberto because he was out uh, with, uh, of them. So they sent me a lot of engine. I had what I wanted in quantity, but nothing close from having something competitive. So... Uh, you, you test 10, 20 engine and you are just not competitive in on road. If you don't have the, a good engine, you have no chance. It's a, uh, it's uh, it's a base on the, on this class. So I had to fight to try to find out and hopefully as uh, we were also selling, uh, it was a top brand I was using. Uh, I could uh, get some from the stock and make my own test on the side. And I had uh, one engine that was at the level. 
but I I only could use it for for the main because I only one was really competitive. So I barely qualified for the semi-final. I was pissed, but like never, I was nowhere in the in the race. So almost no chance uh, to almost no chance to 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 make the main. And uh, I just leave leave out the track. Uh, I leave my stuff in the bungalow. I was like, just I need to make a reset in my mind. And uh, uh, was watching the, the 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 race on the side and start to yes, I say what I'm doing wrong into the setup and whatever. And uh, after two or three hours, I came back to the to the to the bungalow and completely changed hundred percent of my setup. I just took a reset in my mind. I said, now this is the way I need to go. So I start the semi-final, put my good engine on the car, and uh, my car was just flying. It was another level. I, I, I could find the, the 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 way to to understand the track, the tire use, and everything. And uh, uh, I won the the semi-final. I dominated the semi. I was pitting two times more than uh, Shimo, and still I won the semi-final, starting uh, seven from the grid. And uh, yes. I had, I had the mojo back uh, two years two years ago. I I start the final number five. I pass everybody like easier train, and uh, yes, it lasted uh, 22 minutes until the corner broke. <laughs> it was my first ever. Oh uh, man, that's bo- heartbreaking. Yes, yes. I I, I mean, uh, and uh, yes, I, at that time I had like. Uh, not a lap, but half a lap in front of uh, Osaka. So I was wow. leading the I was leading the championship, and my my engine broke. So it was that's uh, onward, though. Like you said, that's onward. It's all about engine, man. And you used your engine to get in that semi to get into the final. Wow. Yeah, he, he made he made he made the semi. I kept it fresh. It was just, uh, and it was the first time I was breaking a corner on a Novarossi engine. But yeah. Uh, I, I mean, I, I, when I've, I went back into the bungalow, I broke the bungalow. I was so pissed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but, my uh, gosh. I've seen you mad, too. It's pretty scary. I saw you and Pierre mad at DNC when uh, Barufalo broke David. And I heard the puta man. I was like, oh, yeah, that's not good in, in French. Yeah, I, I can. Uh, yeah, it, I, I Usually when I say bad words, I tell it more in Italian. Now, Italian is like my second uh, language. And uh, usually when I get pissed, I usually give bad words in Italian more than French. Yeah, so you Italian was definitely nice, pissed. Uh, yeah. <laughs> now, yeah when I get pissed, it's not, uh, <laughs> it's not good. Um, I try not to. But. We're, we're talking about this this other this one world championship. You won another one, 2004, 200 millimeter world championship in Junjai, Junjai, Brazil. Yes. Where this, yes. the worlds are supposed to be this year, actually, right? I believe same area. Yes, absolutely, yep. absolutely. So we were supposed to have the off road worlds there. You won the 2004 200 millimeter world championship. So you just won the two biggest. Classes in onward, I would say. At, 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 to, at today, at today, I'm I'm still the only one to have won uh, both classes. I guess very wow. shortly, uh, I, I guess uh, the next uh, one ten world champion will probably because uh, now they have a lot. You have a lot of guy in contention to do it. Uh, Dario uh, now Domi Griner can close Naoto as well now. 
uh, Lamberto don't, don't do one ten, so he, he won't be in, uh, in, in contention. But uh, uh, Robert Pitch uh, as well has been uh, has been close. But uh, yes, uh, so far uh, I am still holding this uh, this uh, record. But uh, I guess uh, shortly shortly somebody else will uh, will uh, will do it as well. <laughs> Somebody's gonna break your record, Adrian. It's gonna happen. It, the, the 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 record are, are done to 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 get uh, to get broken, but uh, uh, it just showed that been a long time. Yes, yeah, but uh, it just showed that yes, after uh, close from fifteen twenty years, uh, it, it just showed that it was not as easy as it could uh, look like. So I take it as a yes, a, as a satisfaction, but. Um, it's. Uh, I, I always look forward uh, into the future, and uh, yes, my, my my satisfaction now are uh, for the as a as a mechanic more than uh, with a, a driver. Yes, most definitely. So, after your world championship in '04, what was more of your focus then? Um, did you? So off- Oh, I was always linked with uh, with Kyosho. Mm-hmm. Uh, in 04, I moved to Italy to work for the Sirio 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 company. Right. And um, to take over, they wanted somebody to develop, uh, to be responsible for the team and develop the the product. And uh, after that, it's where I, I I put a lot of energy getting involved into the the engine uh, engine side, um, which was initially not my my favorite uh, part of the RC. My father was uh, was an engine tuner. Uh, I was more focused on the on the chassis when he was uh, when he was with uh, with me, but. Uh, I'm when I do something I try I'm trying to do as good as possible so I learn a lot uh, a lot there and uh, it's 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 where I start again to have interest in buggy not because I like the buggy but because uh, uh, you know any engine manufacturer their 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 art is 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 for the one on road uh, the buggy is like the the I don't say the bread and butter but the focus uh, of any motor company I guess if they want to win something, the the one it on road is a field where you have no compromise on power and reliability. So, but so inside the company, nobody had the the, the back the experience with uh, with buggy. So that's where I took over the the and learned my 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 job for the for the development of a buggy engine, and um, I started there to be again uh, involved into into this, knowing that. It's where you 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 can sell most of the of of, of the numbers. So uh, as I don't I I, I try not to think as a driver. I'm trying to think of what the company needs to to be healthy and uh, move forward. So uh, even though it was not my my favorite things to do, but I did it because it was important for the company to to be to be strong in the, or to be strong in that field. So. Uh, I guess yes. After 2004, 2005, uh, when I start to get my my responsibility uh, as a manufacturer, it's where I stop my uh, my racing career. I would say my focus on the racing. It become my then my racing become become more like a test bench than a main goal. And uh, 
from uh, from there it's, it's complicated to 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 have uh, to go to the race and having the customer coming to you asking for support you cannot say no but this hurts your racing program as well so i choose because i knew it was my future to 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 be to be yes, more involved into development and stuff so uh, after 2004 i guess it was yes one, the biggest change i made in my mind to 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 yes to put my energy in my job so what um you you didn't so you went into Syria to develop the buggy engine kind of blind what did you uh, carry over what did your engine what were some of the early things that you learned about buggy engines that you that differed from the on-road engines like what was when you went into developing your uh, your off-road engines at Syria uh, the, the, it was difficult to find uh, to find a reality I, I mean the nitro engine is probably the hardest part to, to build it's you, you need some high quality machine you need a lot of knowledge the 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 process to make something that works is so sensitive for for micron it works or it doesn't work so um, it's really really complicated to 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 put all the parts together together so um, you have to the 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 the, the base is okay what what you learn in on road if the engine doesn't blow up in on road it won't blow up in buggy you have much less rpm you have uh, uh, but uh, buggy, I int- when I do it at that time, it was the buggy just need to yeah engine in buggy. It should not stop. That's it. There was nothing about uh, drivability or the, the the at that time the engine was taken like uh, an accessory. It was not uh, a winning part of the of the of the process. And uh, I have tried to to make it. As a pure performance uh, things into the into the, the system, so being able to find more power to get uh, easy time on the straight, but you also need to get the drivability uh, not to spin because if you have too much power, you spin. Uh, so buggy buggy is more a compromise of uh, and is more drivability than uh, pure power. So. Uh, from from there, you have a different shape of the crankshaft. The volume of the crankcase is different because you need more torque. Um, it, it runs with a, a different temperature as well. The cooling is different. So, you know, you have to the ingredient. You have to find out the right ingredients into making the the, the things uh, uh, together. And even today, I'm still learning and testing because. Uh, uh, because it's not easy. Because it's probably, you know, I guess, it's probably the hardest part of the of the RC to 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 develop. And and when it's good, nobody says it's okay. But uh, when uh, when you have an issue or the flame, everybody sees it. A car, no, everybody forgives a car to get a part broken, but uh, nobody forgives an engine to flame. And it's it's, you know, it's more difficult. It, and also, um, back in the day, engine technology because. Cars were heavier. People just wanted cars, engines that stayed started and had power. They didn't care. Uh, I remember when I was racing back in like the 2000s and, and stuff like that. All I wanted was power and a, a, an engine that stays started 
ran good, lasted long, and yes, I would, you, you want you, you want everything. You yeah. want to have the best engine that that, that doesn't uh, have a good fuel mileage, that has the best life. You want everything, right? But I didn't care about <laughs> linear power and all that type of stuff. I said I'll control that uh, with my finger. But as mm. time has gotten on and cars have gotten lighter and things have changed and technology changes, the the way that that power is applied in engines and stuff now has changed a lot too. And what you were saying, you, it's, 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 it's by experience. It's always a, it's always kind of circle uh, or, or circle. It depends on the, 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 the fight that the brands are, are putting into the system. Mm -hmm. For example, if you have a, a, a time where the, 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 the war is on the tires, for example, it means the, the all the tire manufacturer will raise the level of grip which means you can use more power. But when this happened, what happens is before you were pitting 730, and then you start to go three, four tenths faster, one second faster, maybe. And then your driver say, ah, yes, but the engine, I can only can pit 630 now. Mm -hmm. I say, yes, but uh, of course, you, now you are faster with tires, but they don't care. The customer don't care. So what you have to do is to make an engine that has the same power as before, but can go back having a good mileage. <laughs> And again, and then you have the you have the the, the the fight for the engine manufacturer, and maybe after it's a, it's a it's a, it's a car manufacturer we improve the the the, the, the car. You have a, somebody come in with a lighter car. I guess you have some car that puts a new new step into the into the system. I, I remember where, for example, where when Lozi came out with the eight, uh, that car was putting another level of efficiency of the engine uh, with a straight shaft and everything. So you were putting, I, I remember to have tested and put my, the same engine from uh, the Kyosho to the Lozi and on the Lozi you could uh, run two, two minutes better mileage. Same engine. Just because the, 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 the car was uh, using less power, was more efficient in drivetrain. So uh, once, once you have this and you know, Kyosho has to to come over because if you have the same speed and the lousy driver uh, pit two times less in the main, what do you do? You have to fight for it. So then the car makes an effort, and then the, it's always a, you have a different uh, a different uh, different side. So it's an it's a never end process. As soon as uh, somebody is raising the, the level, the other uh, other part of the car needs to also as well to to get updated. But it's uh, that's why it's interesting. It's a never-end uh, story. That's true. That's true. So at, at, at what point did you realize that your racing career was kind of like on its end, or or you weren't going to be racing much anymore, and your focus started going more on on David uh, uh, and his career and helping to get him to that next level. Yeah, I, I guess he, I was already starting this process uh, while I was uh, working for for CIO, and uh, I guess it, it became uh, it became a bigger reality when I joined uh, Tim Orion uh, for the for the project because it was completely new project, innovative, and I was even uh, more under the light. So uh, I said, okay, I put everything I have into the into the into my job, developing the things and. Uh, my racing on the side would just be, like I said, a test, test bench or whatever. It was a part of my job, but it could not be the, the, the most uh, important uh, one. And uh, basically, yes, uh, David, uh, David uh, 
uh, came more or less at the same time. So it was a good, uh, a good, uh, a good timing to 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 make that move. And uh, initially, it has been uh, it has been good because we had a very good success from uh, the first year. We won the UOB championship. Uh, we were also doing great uh, the first Euro in uh, in uh, Australia as well. So, like I said, uh, even when I start on road, you have a dynamic and and also you have satisfaction because uh, I I have seen that I had uh, the same satisfaction. Uh, bringing uh, David to the win than I could have for my, for myself. Mm-hmm. So the transition came from that help as well about the dynamic of what we could achieve. Yeah, I mean, when he won his first his first Euros, was it like, all right, you can win the World Championship next? Was that that it? Like when he won that. Or was it like you still have a couple more years, and then we can I can see a world championship in your future? We we had uh, the first in uh, so so the first year of David Nitro has been the the, the one in Rams. Uh, the year before, I guess uh, yes, we he finished second, having a battle with Bloomfield. Um, I guess uh, he, he he got he got uh, he got. I, I don't say too nice, but I think the decision from uh, from uh, from Dallas at that time was uh, not the right call. So basically, yes, we we waste we waste the opportunity, and uh, but still, you know, you you have the taste of the of the win coming every year. We were closer and closer from uh, we, uh, from from the win. So you know that the tendency is moving. David was also getting more and more mature. So. Um, when you are a kid, you have you have a, you have the skill, but you have also the work and all the growing process. So I guess he was just getting on the good balance between experience and uh, and and skills, uh, as well as we learn about uh, developing the, the the package and everything. So yes, 2013 in Rams, yeah, it was a good uh, good race, good achievement. Uh, and uh, it was uh, it was a funny funny race because uh, uh, at that time uh, people uh, the, the Orion company was uh, was owned by uh, by Kyosho and um, there was still some let's say political internal uh, fight uh, uh, regarding uh, the the inside of the company and something. Weird, but basically, when I, I attended the, the, the Euro with David at that time, I just got fired uh, from my position to Team Orion. So Philip took me on the, his company, Nedart, to continue the Nitro things because, uh, yes, there was some conflict uh, regarding from what needed to be done. So, uh, yes, you. You 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 are you put you are put in doubt or whatever, and uh, two weeks later, two weeks later you win a European Championship doing one and two with engines. Uh, Reno was uh, Savoya was uh, racing uh, for us at that time, so it was a good uh, a good uh, good timing to just to to give uh, to give the proper answer on the on the field. Uh, but uh, already at that time he, he, we had a. I think it's a year we had a great uh, uh, showing in uh, into the at DNC. Uh, if I remember well, uh, David like was dominating the field. We had like 20 second uh, 
out front of the of the field but uh, we we had the pre-tech uh, over there they were doing pre-tech before the race and they wanted to to check the venturi or something like this and uh, pierre to remove the the filter uh, basically cut the, the 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 filter on the on the cab so we started the the race and after uh, 20 15 minutes the engine was full of dust and we flamed so we lost the race for for that but already at that time he, he was dominating like uh, crazy the, the the field so yes it was the demonstration that we had the package to 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 to, to get uh, uh, bigger goals so euro was uh, it was close david uh, as well was he was still unsure uh, about uh, uh, always something was happening he was missing a little bit of self uh, confidence the wing was close with reno but the, the fact that uh, he could finally get it has been uh, has been a relief for, for him. So then, he, when you get the first other to to get is the first one. The second one as well. To to to. But once you get one and you get win something, you you have a better mind after. You know you can do it, and uh, it's uh, it's always a good uh, and positive vibes to 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 continue. So yes, uh, the, the, as soon as we won the Euro in uh, in Rams, uh, we knew that we at one point it would be we would have a, a chance to 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 win uh, to win the world. So you said you got fired from Orion. Yes. And then yes, you, went, it, you went to work for Nightheart, and Nightheart was. Yes. Yes, basically, there the, were some uh, some changing changes into the into the company, mm. and uh, yes, for restructuration, you know, sometimes you have politics, right? Uh, sometimes you have uh, uh, people who, you, who who are not into your game because uh, you you sell product, but they are uh, the biggest customer or the people involved. Mm -hmm. They are selling another product. I was talking about engine at that time. So okay. there was a nice, nasty game in the background um, for, let's say, but hopefully, I mean, uh, I guess uh, uh, Philippe invested a lot of time for the CRF uh, things and he didn't want it to, to give it up. So yes, we found another setup. We, it has never been shown on, uh, on, the, on the market, but technically, yes, it has been the first, uh, uh, the first uh, split because initially, what uh, what happened is uh, I was uh, uh, until December the year before I still had a small amount of contract to keep running for the one eight on road, mm -hmm. and Kyosho uh, Kyosho said uh, yes uh, we we stop your sponsorship in one eight on road, so I had engine to to sell I had a car to 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 run run with. I was almost getting to to retire, but uh, basically um, I still wanted to, to to race because it's a market that was uh, still important for for us. And um, yes, Kyosho say, okay, we don't uh, support you anymore, so we don't sell the car anymore. So I understood that I, I could do what I wanted to 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 race. And uh, I was a good friend with uh, with the owner of KM brand at that time. And he came to me knowing I was uh, available on the market. What brand was that? And sorry, KM. KM. 
and uh, they, 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 they have been world champion after in the 110 touring in, uh, okay. in Bangkok. But it was a completely brand new project and they were needing somebody to, uh, to help to develop. So I say this, I can do it on the side. I have, uh, I have interest in developing uh, this kind of, uh, of things. And uh, but what I didn't knew is the owner of KM and uh, Kyosho boss were fighting. And uh, basically, uh, when he discovered that uh, I was racing for KM, so we made the announcement that I was racing for them, and then immediately he said, uh, "It's you. You are you are you are signed for my biggest enemy." Blah blah blah. <laughs> So, oh wow! So that didn't end well for you and Kyosho. Yeah, yeah, it, it, it That's how it ended with, uh, with, uh, with, uh, with Kyosho. So, so that was that was when in two thousand and two thousand thirteen. Two thousand thirteen. And then, but when did uh, so you left Kyosho? And so I, 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 I mean, Kyosho stopped the the one eight the one eight uh, program, but I was working for Tim Ryan owned by Kyosho. Okay. So, is they say okay, it stopped. You don't have something, but uh, I only could make move. For example, in on road where there was a brand, we, we are not in in uh, in a fight with Kyosho. Okay. Uh, I couldn't go from Mugen. Mugen was uh, in front of uh, Kyosho for the, so I, you you have to play the politics in the background. Right, right, it's not right, that right. I, I, I was that. straight to do. So I, I say okay, I, I choose a brand which has nothing to to <clears throat> Kyosho stopping the one eight. Uh, I go for them. They they when I had a good uh, relation with them. Mm -hmm. So, but uh, yes, uh, they, 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 I didn't knew these kind of things, and uh, yes, they they freak out a couple of uh, shit in the background, and um, <laughs> it uh, it happened. So hey. I still use I still use Kyosho. I make them win uh, two euros after. I mean, uh, David won it, but I, I was uh, uh, supporting like in front of the people, like I was uh, retiring. NNRC listeners, are you currently having trouble trying to get the power down to the ground? Well, don't you worry. Papa Willie's Traction Tonic has you covered for all your RC tire traction needs. Whether you race on carpet, concrete, dirt, loose, dry, slick, or high grip surfaces, Papa Willie's Traction Tonic cures for traction. Benefits of using Papa Willie's Tonic Traction is going to be more traction, long-lasting, light tire wear, sweet scent, clean application, fast-acting, fresh fill. Papa's Willie Traction Tonic is also safe on foam inserts and does not deteriorate tire glue. Find and follow Papa Willie's Traction Tonic on Facebook and Instagram. You can also visit them at www.papawillies.net. Use the promo code NNRC at checkout for 10% off. Prepare for victory with the one and only Papa Willie's Traction Tonic. So, David's a multi-time European champion with Kyosho. And then you guys make the decision to, to leave and go HB. When did that happen? And how did it happen? Um, yeah, it happened uh, following the, 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 the my story, my uh, my ending story with uh, with uh, with Kyosho because uh, uh, I had one year with uh, with KM, but um, basically the, the the condition to continue uh, were not there. He couldn't put enough uh, 
effort to to into the product and everything. So uh, I talked with Tatsuo. It was a world championship in Japan, and uh, um, I, I have seen there was there was a package to 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 be to be possible. David had a, a good support from Kyosho, but he was not pro, mm-hmm. and uh, he was at a time of his career where he's, he was looking looking for for some solution. So. I understood that in Kyosho it was complicated. Uh, the, the team was uh, was big, and they were probably not able to 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 do it. There was also a little bit of wanting to 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 make to make a change. So I make first the move to HB, and uh, 2014. Then I joined uh, HB, uh, start to 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 work on the car. So I was working for HB. Uh, on the side for the on-road project. I use a buggy as well, of course. It's where I start also to, to have a, a great relation with, uh, with Torrance for, for the development of, uh, of the cars. And uh, uh, yes, we arrived at the world in 2014. And uh, yes, I, I knew it would have been difficult against Tesman because uh, already the, the car was uh, performing in, uh, in a good shape, I bite and, and everything. And David wanted to 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 get pro and Tatsuo wanted to extend his view on the European market. We had the, the distribution for European uh, uh, for Europe for for AGB. So let's say that I, I have I've prepared the, the, the field uh, for him and uh, uh, I talked to Tatsuo about uh, yes the condition that we are needed for him to to join. Um, David was more willing to, to probably to, to follow my, my stick for, I remember Pierre was not, uh, was not, uh, was hesitating more about, uh, about the move. But, uh, mm-hmm. I said to David, we know what we have to do. Uh, this brand, uh, this, this guy, they, they are winning racing, they know. And they, and especially you have, uh, a, a boss in the background that is uh, willing to, to, to put effort. So, Yes, the plan. Uh, I test for one year, and I once uh, Tatsuo could uh, make his decision. Uh, yes, uh, basically the, the the offer was there. So just after the World Championship uh, in uh, in uh, in Sicily, uh, the, the the game was uh, was uh, was done. So in that time, I had already myself one year of experience with the car. And uh, uh, I know that David could uh, join and be competitive immediately with uh, with uh, with the brand. So we switched in 2000, uh, 2015, and uh, it was a it was a good uh, it was a good start. Not easy. Uh, I had a, I mean I had a 14 years of yes 14 years with Kyosho, which is not a small amount of. Uh, uh, of time, David only drove Kyosho in his career, so uh, the, 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 the MP9 was a, the, a very good car. We had a full knowledge of uh, of the setups and everything, but it was a new challenge. And uh, yes, I guess uh, uh, also because we could have more influence in developing the car, developing the car with Kyosho and uh, and Kanai was a little bit of a fight, let's say. <laughs> Do you and, uh, do you do you miss Kyosho days? Did you guys end on good terms? I 
is difficult. I, I, I guess, I mean, uh, uh, I think there, there, there were, uh, there were pissed or sad, I, I don't know how to say, but it's, uh, you, you have to see the, the, the balance. I guess, I know, I know at the start that they, they, they were, they were pissed, but as I say to David, if they are pieces, probably we're going to uh, miss them. Yeah. Uh, so uh, it means that we did a good job, and I guess we did a good job. Yeah, but uh, but uh, when, when you are put in an angle where people say, you know, you have the best car, you have the best team, so basically if you are winning, it's because of us at one point. It can work a time, but when you start to develop, and you still have issue when you see the, the other team working harder and better, and you start to say, okay, <laughs> what is the next move? Because uh, you still want to win. And uh, the, the, the MP9 was an old car. Uh, so, and you don't, you don't feel there is a, the, the trend to, to continue. Um, it's more, it's more, it's more, it's more, it's more complicated. So and yes, we, we took it as a challenge. And it's amazing. I find it amazing that they weren't willing to pay David and make him a pro because I think at this time he's like, he's, he's starting to like show people like, Hey, I'm not just some, some fluke. Yeah, but it, it, it's a, uh, the, the, they were the, at the time when I joined Kyosho, they are this visibility that the team manager, Okay, mm -hmm. he could spend money, and it, when you have a, a lot of budget and a lot of money to spend, it's always easier. Right. Okay. Let, 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 let's talk about Manchester City. When you can buy any any, any coach, any any player, you can make the things easier. It's not everything, but it helps. So I, I, when I joined your show, also the guy has some view. There, there was a you know a, a little bit of uh, uh, forecast focused. And uh, when we left, uh, this uh, for me was gone. Right. Uh, so that that's where being on the field, understanding the market, being able to to react, uh, it's something that uh, that uh, uh, is important into the market, and it's where our position in the team was a little bit uh, complicated because I wanted to push to make new parts. I had the ideas to do, but it was no, 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 no. And you know that you're going to miss something. Mm -hmm. uh, so, But, hey, speaking of City, right, we didn't have, I guess, well, we didn't throw enough money at Messi to buy him. Um, so... It would have been wasted. I, I wish yeah. they would throw some money at RC. That'd be awesome. Um, yes, uh, for, for for one day of uh, Messi, I think we can make a nice RC life. Yeah, one day. <laughs> I, would, I would give me give me one month of Messi payments, and uh, let's make RC great. Yes, uh, it's only eight millions. It's okay. We should be able to survive. Yes, for sure. But the move to HB has been absolutely fruitful. You win a world championship with David, two thousand sixteen. Um, that had to be one of the best feelings for you. Uh, your Padawan, you're like the Jedi Master. You know? uh, it, has been, uh, it has it it has been in terms of emotion. It has been uh, the, the my my best experience, better than my own titles. Yes, um, definitely. I saw that replicated uh, at DNC 2018 mm -hmm. uh, when Max won 
the open class for JQ. I saw you come up and shake his hand and say something. And I can see the uh, uh, the kind of acknowledgement, like, yeah, I know how you feel right now type of vibe. And, um, yeah, that's good to see. Yeah, Padawan, who's now a Jedi, like he's a full-fledged Jedi knight. He's out there. Yeah, completely, completely. Yeah, yeah, for, 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 for sure. But it's, uh, yes, you, you, the people maybe don't realize how much effort it has been and mm-hmm. time and dedication. And uh, it's, uh, it's, yes, it has been uh, almost eight, uh, eight years, ten years of work of uh, winning of losses, and uh, um, but you know when you can uh, when you can grab it, it's. Uh, I I, st- I still hate him for the fucking last lap he did in Vegas, mm-hmm. where he, where he goes, and I know that we are not lucky, and when he goes on the pipe and says fuck, I think my heart stopped. <laughs> Already, uh, the, uh, after the last refuel, we did, we did the job with Pierre, and uh, you, then you have no more control. I mean, then it's it's up to him. When I saw him on the pipe, and there were this problem because we had we had a bad experience in uh, in Sicily. Right. In Sicily, he was in semi fighting with Robert, and I told him, "Don't fight, just go to the main and just make the job." And he, he landed on this fucking pipe, and uh, there was a pole, and just stopped the engine from like two minutes to go. Uh, because I think I don't think we had enough and probably enough tires to 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 compete with Ty, but we had uh, 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 things to do the podium for sure. The speed was uh, was uh, was there, so already it's a step. Sometimes you have to to to, to get steps. And, and then DNC, went, uh, 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 the uh, DNC twenty twenty nineteen when he hit the light. Oh, when he hit that light pole. Oh my god. Oh man, my heart sunk. I was so <laughs> upset. I was on top of that air condition that uh. That um, container. Yeah, this, 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 this is, this is a, I think this is different. It's uh, it, it, it's it's bad and not uh, not uh, not bad luck as well. Yeah. Uh, I, I I I guess uh, I guess it's uh, you you can still learn from your mistake, mm-hmm. and the good thing is uh, yes, uh, the, I think David is uh, learning from his mistake and he's always improving. I. I Yes. I don't think I don't think he, he reached the, the 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 top of of his uh, possibility. Uh, unfortunately, I, I think last year after we we, we changed the racing program and uh, be like more free on the tire uh, things, we start back to get uh, the groove and uh, uh, the tendency was back. I, I mean, I know in his driving. The the, the thing is is. Um, he can't shit with me. Uh-huh. I know when he's driving good or when he's not driving good. I don't need. Uh, I can see, and uh, it's it's uh, it's funny. So, but from from the way the car behaves, I know if he's in or not. Mm-hmm. In, and and uh, and uh, lately, uh, lately it has been uh, it has been uh, it has been pretty positive. I can see. He's back in the trend that we had in 2016, or even when he, 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 the, the 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 racing program was under control. Everything was performing. Then you have people. Uh, sometimes you can win, you can win, you can lose. But uh, uh, the the target is to say, okay, just put our level that when we attend the race, if we don't have issues, if nothing wrong is happening, we can do top three. 
any race anywhere. That's the goal. The goal is to do that. Okay. Then we. Oh, really? I think you guys can win any race. You guys. It's, it's, it's basically on the past year, except one race is more or less what we did. So, but to make that, you have to think yeah. to have everything reliable. Then you have the bad luck, like we had at the NC, at the, at the RCGP. Yes. Nothing you can do. Yes. And even the, the receiver was new for the, for the race. So it's not even, we have to blame ourselves to say, ah, oh, damn, my receiver was two years old or whatever. Everything has been done. Then sometime it happens. Okay. But uh, he, he was disappointed. I, I was, but it's okay. I mean, some, sometimes you can't, uh, you can't uh, get everything. But the goal is to, to attend and to have the things under control. He's and, he, uh, 24, dude. He's still got plenty of time. He's young. He's still young, and he's getting it, and he's, he's rocking it. Um, yeah, but yeah, I, I mean, I mean, the, the good thing is, for example, uh, uh, you can see, for example, Mayfield is a good example. Uh, that with uh, he has always been fast and probably one of the, I mean uh, one of the fastest and everything and uh, he stepped back a little bit his intensity prepared himself better is uh, definitely more focused and uh, now Mayfield is probably stronger than ever mm-hmm. and uh, yes to catch up Mayfield we still have uh, ten years ahead so. I think uh, yes, we still have uh, many years to come to 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 be to be out front. But uh, you have also new new people like uh, Ongaro, mm-hmm. who gives you really hard time, and uh, they also put a lot of dedication. I mean, it's it's high level competition. Nothing is easy, and uh, it's super difficult to 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 reach the, to reach the top. But it's even more difficult to stay on top. Um, Quick. Quick question, um, and you, you brought up a good topic there, and I haven't really had David on her to ask him this. Uh, the decision to be free to run whatever tire, uh, not many people do that. You are probably one of the only pro drivers to do that. Well, uh, I, I, guess, I guess you was a big factor in that decision or maybe had some influence on in that. But... Uh, I guess it's it's like you said it's paying off, but it was a hard decision to make because isn't that a um, when it comes to racing, you know, it's money. Like so, tire companies pay money, and you get yes. you get a salary, yes. you get contingency, and all that type of stuff. Yes. So you're not yes. probably getting that. Maybe getting some contingency from the tires you're using, but that's a big decision to make for a driver. A big uh, paycheck to lose. Yes, but it's the, the the paycheck. You have to see it in uh, in two ways. Uh, okay, is what you have now. Mm-hmm. But if you stop winning racing to win the race, uh, then your value is also decreasing. Uh, the the it, it has it has it has been a, a difficult decision uh, for for everybody because. Uh, we 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 had uh, we had good wins with uh, with uh, with Jason. Um, after the world, it, the, it's what we changed. There was a kind of need to have something new into the into the to the package, and uh, Jason uh, came up with a, a lot of uh, convincing uh, uh, words for for David. And sometimes you have to renew a little bit the team. 
in, in one share just to to keep the to keep the the, the, the hard work and everything and uh, and uh, we we knew when we when uh, when David uh, changed to 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 Jesse uh, it was it was uh, it, it not risky because Jesse was winning a lot already with Michel so uh, if he's winning we have to put uh, on the same uh, on the same things but uh, uh, we knew in USA every time we went to USA the the, 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 the the tires, uh, they always worked uh, perfectly because it's the field where they are developed. And the idea was to develop something more for 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 Europe. And um, and it's it, it has been the, the missing uh, the, the the missing part of uh, of the of of the things. And uh, at one point, you, you we, we try we try hard. I mean. Uh, you make new parts. You you work on the car. You work on everything you can. But uh, today, the tires is any motorsport is a key point. Uh, so uh, as soon as you are a little bit off uh, of, of this, it's complicated to 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 come over. So, and then you 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 start to come into a frustration and. Uh, and um, it's complicated. Who makes what? How it is? It didn't come in a good uh, good factor. So uh, the thing was to say, if we are free on tires, we only can blame ourselves. Mm -hmm. uh, Makes sense. Because uh, it, it was uh, it, it was difficult for both, and and and. Uh, uh, you have to be on the same page when when you at least at least in 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 the way uh, I, I I I want to see the competition and win and David is of course sharing this. If not everybody is putting the 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 the, the, the same focus, how you feel some there is a different of involvement. Um, and and just, uh, they, they did involvement. Uh, it's, it's not that they, they didn't do, but something was um, you know. Instead of working together, you start to fight. To fight is not good. So at one point, uh, David was uh, closing his uh, his, uh, his, his, uh, his his contract, um, and yeah, instead of fighting, it, it's no point. It was not positive for uh, for anybody. It just that sometimes the thing don't match perfectly. Um, is not the is not the fault of uh, is not the fault of uh, of uh, anybody and is a fault of everybody you have just to understand that it yeah. doesn't match for many reasons and uh, and the, the, the thing is, is uh, the product by itself uh, is not put in discussion i mean they just want uh, in us they are doing great because it's a field where the, the, the stuff is uh, is uh, is is okay but uh, we are racing in europe and uh, we have also for the brand we need to perform at any time so uh, hb is paying the the travel uh, the, the the all the investment so you have to to find a balance where uh, it's okay, and uh, the the goal is to say okay. If you take bonuses uh, for wins instead of, uh, you know, it's a matter of of ego on how you really want to to get it, and the the the, the move of David as a uh, as to be okay. There is no price that uh, can take away the fact that I want to win. So we start on the. We agree to 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 take this. Uh, 
this uh, this this road. So it's a big investment. It's a big investment for for David. Uh, he drop uh, he drop a part of uh, his income uh, that he can get back in terms of uh, bonuses. But as well, we have to get the tires. And it's not about changing the tires. It's also about knowing how and when how to use them. And this is even more work because when you have to know uh, what tires work, now we have to know all the tires of all the brand. At the end, we are working on today with a two, three band maximum, and we know the condition where the brand are on the peak of their performances. So um, I think now we try to get our routine in terms of knowledge about the product and everything. And uh, it's, it, it pays back because yes, the, the worst place we did since we made the, this change has been a second place. So it, it's one or two. Yeah. So that's how we, yes, that's a, it's, it's difficult, but I know that some, some people also try to will, will follow. Uh, uh, I know Berton for uh, with Infinity is doing the same trick because at one point, if you want to win, you have to get uh, the, the the best um, the best uh, the best equipment, and um, and after you have to either you can buy them or either you can be. Uh, I can I can call it uh, I don't know how to call it, but uh, I have a great relation with uh, with um, Nicola Marone with uh, mm-hmm. uh, with Autrace. He's putting a tremendous effort into the into his program and developing. You know, he has a, he he tries as hard as he can. This yeah. is a, uh, I have the same relation with uh, Sebastian Leonard from Sismic as well. Okay. And this company, they are, they, they are small company that technically can't afford a driver like David, if they want to. Right, right. But they understood that having him a chance to use a product is a better chance for them to, to show up and, uh, and win. Yes. And, yes. And, and Nicola understood, I mean, Nicola put an effort I guess now also is working with Mark Pavidis, which is one of the greatest name into the ARC. I mean, uh, I have a great relation with Mark uh, uh, as well. We all have. So, and at the end, you come to DNC and uh, you, you 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 deliver the product and you have the driver that the, is able to win. So, if he would have fought with some other company that we contacted and refused to understand the concept. Uh, he, he may would not have won the DNC, but uh, thinking on the different uh, level, uh, uh, yes, he's, he's putting the, 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 the things and and uh, he get the benefit of that uh, because uh, yes, uh, driver like David today on the market able to put that performance. They are probably four or five, yeah, not more. It's a win-win for both. Like good public, uh, good publicity for the tire company, and a win for David. All right. Um. Yeah. We're gonna. We're gonna. We got a few more things that I just wanna go over, and then I'm gonna wrap this up because, uh, we go deep. I love it. Um, performer racing. Your how? What is your involvement in performer racing? How involved are you in it? Um, what's how are things going with that? 
the, the, the things are doing are doing good. Um, uh, I'm involved. I mean, I'm involved into the uh, into the the Nedart company. So. Uh, with uh, with Nedart, uh, you have HB, you have uh, Tim Orion, and you have uh, Performa. The, the 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 Performa came out because when we when we got uh, the, the 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 HB brand, uh, Tim Orion is a it's a it's a old brand. I mean, it's well established. But the the one of the things that uh, I decide on, on on the distribution is basically we have changed all the distribution all the distribution system for HB because HB is a racing brand and we thought it would it would be better to have racing people selling racing brand because people expect support on the track and whatever so HB has changed almost probably ninety percent of its distributor when we took over the, the, the brand. But they know that on the side, you are Tim Orion. And they, 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 we never forced to have, a, to have a, the full package. Uh, for me, uh, I handle HB as a brand and uh, Performa as an, or, or Tim Orion as another one. Sometimes, of course, you, you combine when the, the, the situation can be done. But it's not that uh, uh, any of uh, HB driver has to use a Performa engine, for example, because it's a, it's a over it's a, it's a, I consider it's not a, a, the best way to 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 make the, the having people involved in, in, into it. But uh, the thing is, uh, yes, people were missing something. The how HB sells uh, people wanted to to work with us also on something else so after you know you try to find solution and the thing are slow whatever so yes i i ask uh, philip to have not a hb branded uh, tim orion but to have something new with that could match with the hb uh, especially for the sales uh, channel and system, and uh, so Performa came out on the base on this uh, on this uh, on this ID, and um, so now we, we we have these three brands, and uh, we uh, we put uh, we put uh, effort to yes to try to 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 make the things uh, as good as as we can. So Performa, I take care of course of all the nitro side. And uh, regarding the EP, uh, Oscar Jensen is uh, is uh, the one behind all our electrical uh, uh, product, and uh, and uh, we are working together. But with uh, with Performa on the electric, I don't have much. I'm not a super specialist of EP. I'm I'm learning EP now. Uh, I can say I'm, I'm still I'm still learning, but I can uh, I can have a view on. On the development and what needs to be done, feeling wise, testing wise, and whatever. Because yes, when you test a car, you can test an engine as well at the same time. So, Performa is uh, is uh, is on this, and yes, we uh, we are happy. It become uh, shortly a reality on the market, and uh, uh, we have uh, we have a great uh, great result, and the the the, the brand is growing, and um, it's uh, it's positive. I'm happy with. Right. Cool. Can we expect anything new from HP per or Performa 
later on this year or going into 2021? Uh, yes. Yes, we probably will show the, the Tragi. The Tragi is a next project. It's, uh, it's ready. Uh, I probably will uh, show, show the final version at the HB race days that we're going to have in two weeks in, in France. And uh, the product uh, will be available end of November, early uh, end of October, early November. And uh, we are also on the on the move to to have uh, finally the, the two wheel drive uh, one ten ready. Uh, the, the the COVID has delayed a lot of uh, things to in terms of production and things. It created some uh, created some mess. But uh, we are really active. We just released uh, the E eight nineteen RS as well. So I guess we are we are pretty active in uh, in uh, delivering uh, new products. But I want to have the product yes released once it's properly engineered and make sure that when we come out we we are competitive and also uh, the, the the customer that get the the things uh, are satisfied are satisfied with the product. So yes, next year it will be yes, uh, two-wheel drive, the, the Truggy uh, buggy has been updated. So uh, we are probably one of the most active um, brands on the market still. Awesome. What's so, uh, real quick, uh, some detail on this new Truggy. What's make, what makes it di different from the old one? Uh, it's lighter. It's a uh, completely new design. There is a, there is a, we, we keep, uh, yes, in the case, couple of articles, but all the new, ge the geometry is completely new. Uh, our Truggy used to be, I, I think, uh, the, the, the best Truggy on the market, but uh, the thing is to have time and uh, resources to, to, to make sure and make the things uh, proper. But uh, yes, our Truggy was old. And uh, especially in the USA, we mainly sell uh, Truggy in USA. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's a thing we understood as well on the, on the market for the 110 is uh, we have a great car, the 110 uh, EP, but we don't have the two-wheel drive. So for the customer, I guess they like to, uh, they like to run the same brand in two classes. Yes. And people run two classes. Yes. So... Uh, technically, the Truggy is like also, people like the AU18. I guess we have a lot of success, but it was time to bring them a complementary item mm -hmm. where they could uh, perform uh, uh, on the next level. So, uh, Truggy will, uh, will have a completely new design. Terence has uh, had a good idea uh, about, uh, about it. And, um, Yes, I'm pretty confident that uh, we will be really competitive. The transmission is lighter. We have uh, much more acceleration uh, that we had before. Uh, the geometry, the arms are new, the hub, everything. It's a, it's a new car. It's a completely new car. Awesome. Awesome. I'm sure uh, all the uh, Truggy fans in the Southeast, because that's where HP is really big, will yes. be getting this. And um, they love their Truggy. So no, it looks. It, it, it looks. It look, I'm honestly. I'm. I'm. Uh, I'm happy how it came out. The, 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 is it's great. It, I like it. Period. Here in Europe, we don't have it. Uh, I don't have. Uh, I mean, 
when we come to US, we like to to race it. It's challenging. It's challenging as well for for the for the engine and, and everything. And uh, but uh, yes, track is fun when you race it, like on US track, big jumps. And in Europe is not that evident. But uh, I have to say that uh, when I tested it, uh, uh, it was good fun. I like it. I like it. Speaking of USA, I cannot let you go without talking about everybody's favorite uh, HB driver and his beard. He's, he's looking really, really unkempt right now. I saw some video he did from Southern Nats. His beard's all crazy. His hair is all long. Co Ogden, um, we talked before we came on board. I like Cole. He had a good result. Uh, as we're recording this, it's just after Southern Nats. Uh, he had a good result at Southern Nats fifth. I think he could podium that, like, when I mean podium, like, top three. But uh, Cole's doing good. He's over there. He's, he's carrying the HB torch. He's helping grow uh, HB. He's He's been doing a lot of racing, man. I think I like when you guys all get together, you, him, and, and David, uh, I think that brings his level up even higher. Evident at RCGP last year when I yes, watched yes. Him, his level, mm-hmm. like him and David go around that track, and they were just extreme so fast. So, yeah. Um, I, I mean, honestly, Cole has been a great addition to the to the to the team. We we had the the the, the experience uh, of having uh, uh, two. Uh, two world champion in, on the same team, and it's not uh, always easy to 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 handle. But uh, when Cole uh, joined us, it has been a really a really good uh, add uh, to the team because his mentality is is uh, is right. Um, he's a, he's a, he's a great ambassador. He helps people. And when, when you when you when you choose uh, when you choose a, a, a team driver, I like to to you know to to cry to, to, to create a good uh, atmosphere. So um, I'm still I, I'm sure that Cole has a big win uh, in his pocket sooner or later. Um, but he is on the learning learning process and. Uh, I think it's just a matter of uh, of time. I would have uh, wished that I could uh, race with him a little more. It was a plan this year to to attend uh, like uh, the national or whatever because uh, um, he's he's always by himself alone and uh, most of the time, and uh, this doesn't help to 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 to, to perform uh, completely. But uh, Cole has a sometime when when he is in his is uh, in his zone is is super fast. He's super fast. Yes. I just uh, yes, you just have to yes, sometime to step back to to get uh, uh, to be to be to be more more calm. Um, but uh, I'm I'm really happy with uh, having him on board and uh, yes I. I don't see at the moment uh, anybody to to replace him because uh, uh, we are we are satis- uh, we are satisfied with uh, his job and I just uh, I just hope that we will be able to to to, to make a big uh, big win together because uh, he really deserves it. He's on a good way and uh, yes, 
I just uh, cross the figure. The cross the finger is gonna come soon. Yes, I, I, I could, I could, I could agree with you there. It's gonna happen for the Ogden Killer Cole. Killer uh, Cole. Yeah, I, 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 I think he has, he has everything. He has, uh, he has everything to, to, to. Yeah, I think he has. A, yes, he, he has all the, all the skills and everything to, to win. Yes, it, it was close. He just, yeah, the, the, the extra. He has to develop the extra one two percent more. He, he's close. He's close. Like and uh, and I know that David, when they are practice to, practicing together, even racing together, um, there was uh, when I was pitting, I asked GP and the call was in front. Uh, I couldn't tell who was going to win. Yeah, honestly. it was crazy. Yeah. It was madness. It's just it was uh, you know the, the the mistake, a little bit of a bit of concentration, and uh, but yes, when we started. I was uh, same lap time. Uh, uh, everything was uh, was uh, was good, and his time will come. I'm sure his time will come. Speaking of RCGP, uh, future of RC HB Performa were on board early with RCGP. You know, uh, we like to talk about that. The dates have been released for it. Um, COVID pending. Uh, kudos to HB for doing that. You guys were close. David took it very serious. Cole took it seriously. Um, I got to kind of hang out with you guys a bit at um, at the one in the USA. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, man, that's... Uh, like, I got to see... At that race that you know how your team works and it's great and it, uh like having everybody on the track and, and whatnot but um what do you feel what do you what do you feel about the future of rc like what in your opinion how do we how do we go forward here in rc i know you are like hb is focused on the racing side i like to talk about bashing a lot it's it's big for rc but how do we how do we grow what we do what we are what we're into what we're talking for Oh, uh, talking about today. I, I mean, I mean, the, the idea of uh, the RCGP has been uh, has been great, and it's idea I was sharing, having uh, getting a world title, for example, every two years, or the exposure of that. It's uh, it's it's uh, it's difficult. You don't have. Uh, the things, and, and I think a, a more professional. Uh, uh, championship is a good idea. The good idea as well is to try to 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 build up something that will make the the, the RC look cool. Um, our weakness in RC is uh, the the difficulty of getting uh, outside a sponsor. So uh, you have uh, yes a couple of company with extra money that comes not comes from RC. In our case, for example. Uh, all the money that we have is because we have to make sale, and so uh, when the time they are difficult, uh, it's not that you can do crazy things. But the, the, this project helps to 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 promote. The, the difficulty has been to um, to be patient, like always, um, and uh, there was a lot of you know. Uh, shit talking, whatever was involved. Or, I mean, uh, we we know we know the the issue and story, 
but at the end, uh, when you see the, 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 for example, the driven uh, um, things that Matt made uh, lately, what they have been able to come out of it, I think this helps to, to, to we have to think on the people uh, that could come into the RC. So the only access to today is to, to go via internet or whatever. So any story that you can that you can tell and present to the to the to the people is uh, is positive. And uh, RCGP is a good tool because the concept that has been taken uh, from uh, from the start from the start is uh, to be able to also to attend. You have the race. You have people see, especially for RC. But the, the thing was to be able to move a pro series anywhere in the world uh, and uh, to attend a motocross race or whatever, just to put a show where people can discover uh, what is RC. Um, I had the, I had the experience in France. I was uh, yes already in 1988 in France, uh, the, the, the bike cross, the, the, the bike uh, jump was super popular at that time. Mm -hmm. And uh, we have a big arena in Paris, uh, which is called Bercy. And you can uh, get uh, 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 15,000 people doing uh, bike cross and uh, the stuff like that. And with RC, we were able to join that event because the, the, it was uh, sponsored by uh, a press company, and this press company was all, had also uh, uh, um, a, pay, a newspaper that was talking about RC. Uh, so we, they say, "Oh, you should come and make uh, have a demo." And I can tell you, when you make a demo of RC on a supercross or bike cross uh, track with 15,000 people uh, crazy about seeing you with the noise and everything, it just bring the the, 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 the the people to another level. And I remember after the show, uh, it was impressive to be in, I was 12 years old, so imagine the, the memory I have of it. But after that, we went to, with my father to, 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 to see the, the, the rest of the show and people, some people recognized us because we had the, the, the team jacket and whatever. And all the people said, damn, what you do is so cool. I never knew it would. Uh, <laughs> how, many, how many of these 15,000 people, they were kids. Most of them were boys with their father. How many of them are, then went to a shop or said, got the idea of them? I saw something which is cool and I want to try. Uh, in, it has been successful for IRC in the past, but now the thing is with internet, you don't have the same access. You have less and less shop. All the shops, they have disappeared. Mm -hmm. they, 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 so you don't have people willing or place to just to touch and see the product. And uh, the, the, so now the only way to, to, to do RC and to talk about these people is to find a nice video, uh, a backflip that you can do whatever, uh, I, uh, and find a, a buzz on the, on, on the web. And then the young people will say, oh, damn, that is cool. And, uh, uh that could be, that could be, that could be great. So uh, the, the, the RCGP, the storytelling behind it and whatever is a, is a great platform to, to be able to, 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 to move forward for that. It's complicated. The, 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 the team put a, crazy amount of effort uh, uh joseph and david and all the, i i know the guy that trying their best mm -hmm. we tr we try our best to support them as much as we can 
but uh, uh, I hope that with uh, all the content that we have, the show that we have been able to put on the year one, we'll be able to, you know, to, to get some outsource uh, sponsor or whatever. We try, we could try, but the thing is, uh, in our case, we are a small company and all the dedication we have to put daily for all the product, for all the thing, answering, uh, uh, developing, going to racing, answering a question, uh, customer, whatever, makes that the, there is no time and uh, energy to also to try to find uh, something else. So uh, it's what is our part in, into the system. We try our best. We have, we have been the first one to jump in because at the end, uh, idea was to say, okay, I have a, year, a yearly budget I can spend in my race team. Um, for me, it was worth it to, to give a try and you make race. So. Yes, you, instead of going and make a race, you make a report and after two days, everybody forgot about the, that you won the, uh, uh, one race. Like this, having kind of championship and some storytelling, it keeps the people reminding, oh yes, who won the first leg? Oh yes, it's, you know, you, you have a story, the people, they, 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 keep, the, they keep the focus. And uh, I think it's what is, uh, is, uh, is good about RCGP. COVID is a, is a shitty time for yeah, everybody, I guess. Uh, I hope and we'll do, we try our best to, to be part of it based on, yes, what we will be. Maybe the, uh, it should maybe evolve. What is good now is, yes, having the, having the concepts, uh, having a great coverage. Uh, because yes, when you when you watch you, you, people outside of the RC watch this, I guess they have uh, they can watch it like a TV program. I mean, it's cool to watch on TV. It's nicely explained. I mean, the, the job is. I think the job is uh, is good. You can always improve, like everything. But honestly, what came out of uh, season one uh, has been uh, has been great. Uh, I, I, I wish we could add. Uh, little more win than what we had, but it just showed that uh, nothing is easy and uh, and uh, I'm looking forward to, to, to get uh, another season to, 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 to enjoy it because somehow you have a little more control on what you can do. Next year, what to, I don't know if we'll have a small world happening, yes, no, what happened. I think like this, RCGP can decide any time to make a race anywhere mm -hmm. until there is a, the, the commitment to do it. So I'm 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 I'm, I'm positive about uh, about this venture. We just yes need to to be patient and hope to 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 have uh, the good time uh, coming back uh, to to be able to 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 make the show again. Yeah, man. You know. I want to say this. I have been deprived this year of watching David Ronafalk, Davide Angaro, Ryan Mayfield, Jared Tebow, and all these guys. Well, I mean, they would have mixed it up at the Worlds, um, but we would have got to see Davide and and um, De uh, and Ronafalk mixing it up at the Euros at different races. We have we're not going to get to see that this year, and that's unfortunate. And uh, we get to see it on the American side, yes. But uh, 
not on the European side, but we know we know why, and that's just that's just how it's gonna have to be. So yes, it's it's uh, the the thing is is uh, uh, this kind of event also help I think the the, the the to focus and to to develop. Um, the only way to prove that your stuff is better or that you improve or whatever is to is to race uh, again each other. Uh, now everybody's at home, and uh, yes, who is the best? Are the European driver better than the US one? Uh, is lately the US driver taking back again the advantage? Uh, I know, I know. I can't even uh, do my Europe versus Euro versus USA beef this year. So, oh my gosh! Oh well, it will make it better in 2021. Yes, well, I think the most important is to stay positive and uh, uh, until we have uh, health and a little bit of money to survive. Uh, <laughs> it's yes. already the main step. All right. Well, Adrian, it's been uh, an awesome conversation with you. Thank you for your time. I greatly appreciate it. Um, I learned a lot about you myself. I look forward to seeing you probably next year at DNC or whatever races, the RCGP races that we may link up with. Uh, is there anybody you would like to say thank you to or make say uh, have a shout out to before we sign out here? Yes, uh, first I would like to yes to 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 thank uh, give a big uh, big thanks to to my dad that brings me and gives me the opportunity to start uh, my career. You know in the best condition and uh, the, all the effort he, he puts. Um, and uh, yes, to, 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 to thanks all my, all the team in, uh, in HB all around the world that, uh, you know, helps to, to, to make the, the, the things, uh, the things good. And, uh, uh, and especially my wife that understand that uh, my job is uh, almost a 24 seven and, uh, uh, hopefully, she's uh, she has been a great uh, great support to 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 me on the past uh, twenty years, and uh, uh, also my kids. I have, I have two daughters, and most of the times they don't see me on the weekend. So it's, uh, it's you have the the shiny part, but you have the also the the, the daily life, and uh, and uh, I would not be able to put uh, that much effort uh, into my job if uh, the people uh, if my uh, people uh, in, at home would not support me otherwise it's uh, i guess it's uh, it's important to 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 say it so yes big uh, big uh, big kiss to to them and uh, and uh, of course to all my uh, Small, uh, small kid team uh, all around the world that uh, are racing HB and even the other. I mean, the RC, RC family is uh, is big, and uh, sometimes we fight uh, like any family. But uh, I still think it's one of the most uh, interesting OB you can get, and uh, to try to it's a good uh, good mirror of what the, the, the life can be, with a good aspect and bad aspect. And uh, I wish uh, more young people would. Uh, Put commitment into this because I think it's a good, uh, it's a good uh, support in uh, in in the life, in the daily life. I agree with you, man. Well, awesome, dude. Well, you have a good evening, and uh, hopefully we will catch up next year. Thank you. Yes, it has been a pleasure. Thanks for everybody.
See you next time. Bye-bye. It is time for the Rob's Oil RC Gypsy Tales. And joining me this week, as well as uh, our good buddy, Mr. JQ, or Mr. Rupert, is all the way from jolly old England. And he's probably making a whole bugger of a noise right now. Mr. Scott Walker. What's up, Scott? How are you? Yeah, not bad. How are you? What's up, JQ? Say hello to Scott. That's how normal people do things in the world. Sorry, I'm used to it. He doesn't have to. Hello, Scott. Don't, don't force him. Hello. Why Why are you so low? Why can't we hear you, Joseph? I don't know. I'm always the same. Okay. That's better. Now you sound like you actually are talking into the mic with some energy. But you know what, Scott? You know what? Being as you're the guest on her, I need to talk to you about Rob's oil because... You don't live in America, so this doesn't really apply to you. But I know if you lived in America, you would take use of this service and get your oil delivered to wherever you are getting the service on your vehicle done. And it's just as simple as going to www.robsoil.com, placing your order, and getting your Amsoil products shipped wherever you want. Now, I don't know if you have Amsoil in jolly old England there, Scott, but basically... Amsoil makes top quality synthetic lubricants for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, four-wheel, snowmobile, lawnmower, anything else with an engine. Maybe a lorry, as you guys call them in the UK, or some other type of word that you use to describe vehicles. I can't remember. A car, Keenan. A car? Yeah. Okay, well, you can use this oil in your lorry. And Amsoil lubricants are designed to, to help your equipment run at peak efficiency and last longer. Join the millions of proud Amsoil users to experience the difference. Please, people, go to www.robsoil.com and uh, show him a little bit of love because he's showing the podcast some love, and he's an RC dude, and he loves the podcast, and he, he bought you the RC Gypsy Tales. So welcome to the podcast, Scott. This is your first time being on a podcast. Wait, I know you're a little bit nervous. Don't be nervous. Kenan, I need you to say red lorry and then blue lorry. After each other, and then repeat it. Say it like five times in the why are you red and yellow. Why are you echoing? I don't know why you're echoing. So just say red lorry. You and know then what? Blue lorry, and say repeat that. No, no what? A few times. You know what? Come on. Red lorry, blue lorry. Red lorry, blue lorry. Red lorry, blue lorry. What? <laughs> That's surprisingly good. Right now, I'm pretty, I'm red lorry, yellow lorry, and then do that. What is you got? What is your point? Okay, just just trying to help you enunciate for the podcast listeners. Red lorry, blue lorry. No, yellow now instead of blue. Yellow lorry. Red and then yellow. And again. <laughs> Red and then yellow and then no, blue. Oh lorry. god. <laughs> no, it's the same thing, but instead of blue, you say yellow. Yellow. <laughs> So red lorry, and then you say yellow lorry, and then you do that. Yeah. I don't know. I don't get it. Red, then blue, then yellow. I'm lost. Shut up. <laughs> We're not moving on. Scott, explain to him. Right. The word you have to say is red lorry, yellow lorry, and then you just repeat those. Red lorry, yellow lorry. Red lorry, yellow lorry. Yet red lorry, yellow lorry. Get faster. Red lorry, yellow lorry. Keep going. I'm not. Keep on on going. 
wasted already four minutes on this nonsense, on this poppycock. I'm sure the people are enjoying it. I'm enjoying it. Red lorry, yellow lorry. It's okay, hard to say fast. Hard, That's the point, Keith. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're done. It's with called that. a tongue twister. Oh, gosh. Okay, now the great oracle has spoken. We are done with that. Hey, you swallow pretty hard there, Scott. I Yeah, sorry. I noticed that. <laughs> You're a pretty loud swallower. <laughs> Not the first oh, time I've heard that. Wow. <laughs> wow. That's a sound. That's a sound bite. A, what is that when you save it? Oh. Just, like, just like JQ is a very loud mouse clicker, you are a loud swallower. <laughs> yeah, um, I think I'll go on mute next time I need a drink. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Well, welcome, man. I appreciate this. Um, Thanks, Cher. I might just leave now. You've ripped me enough. Oh. Well, no, you've been <laughs> baptized with fire, dude. You've been hazed to the ultimate hazing. You've already been teased with four minutes into your first, your first JQ podcast. That's right. JQ and Keenan podcast. So there you, you go. You have been hazed. You are broken in. Did you hear that? Yeah. Faintly. Not Faintly, as loud yeah. as you do when you're trying to irritate me, though. Okay. He just moves it really close to the mic and just like click, click. <laughs> All right, Scott. So we brought you on here because I wanted to, you know, we have some funny conversations, you and I daily. And I wanted to, you know, kind of even our phone conversations we might have. We have three ways together, me, you and Joseph. On, You're on normally topless. Yeah. Three, the, you accidentally three, phone me when you've got three your top ways. off. It's great. Yeah. Usually out of the shower, just with a towel wrapped around me. Disgusting. You know. But um, I wanted to, I knew you had some funny stories. So you've traveled, you've been with Joseph a few times. You've, you, you do the Biddy, the Biddy design race, which isn't happening this year, unfortunately, or is it? No, it's not happening nope. at all. Uh, so I don't know. I thought this would be a great time for you to reminisce. And Joseph, make some noise. Be quiet. I did your yellowy. Oh, I almost messed up yellowy. <laughs> Red lorry, yellow lorry thing for four minutes. So you got to talk. You have to talk now. Be quiet. Make some noise. Which one? I want you to talk. It's your janky internet that's messing up everything. What? What do you want me to do? Oh no, not you. I want you to talk. You're being so quiet. Yep. Of course, it's Joseph. That you haven't addressed me. Probably Get into the something. story. Tell the story. I'll give you my <laughs> side of that then. Well, that's going to be no fun. So, Scott, let's yep. talk about the first time because you kind of met JQ kind of how I did. But uh, you got a brand new car, right? Not a janky old beat up. No, so. Sloppy piece of shit. Like no, no, I, it was pretty sloppy. It was from. Oh, okay. It was from Ireland. So it wasn't anything to do with Joseph. Yeah, um, but when you first saw that car, was you kind of like, oh, man, I was expecting a brand new one? No, no. I knew it wasn't going to be I brand did. new. And it had been very much dremeled. So. It had been set up by the former JQ factory team driver from Ireland, who I'm not going to name because we don't portray him in the best of lights. Bradley Baird. Um, Bradley Baird, the but, ginger ninja. Oh, Joseph. Wife, wife Shelley Baird. The daughter, I don't know the name. <laughs> don't ever, ever do a crime with Joseph because you're going to jail. Uh, address well, yeah. is... So, Bradley built it. Oh God! Are you are you just going through the full no. family tree? So, so what made you decide to go to Biddy? 
Cause I go every year. Your first one? Okay, so, no, so been I've before. been going since like 2011. I think I saw okay. it on Facebook a while ago and just thought that looks pretty cool. Um, so my dad lived in Switzerland for a bit and it just made going to Italy a lot easier. So I flew out there and then we drove down. So we go a fair bit. It's always a good fun fun race. So oh, so you go with your dad? Okay, yeah, yeah. Like, that oh. pretty much comes to every race I go to. So he is the reason that I'm able to do the racing. So you pull up. So how did this whole start about? Like, how did you, you know, like it's always some story how you meet up with a, a JQ or JQ himself and end up driving a JQ car at one of these races. Yeah. So I used to drive a Mugen at like national level in the UK. And then I pretty much got my best result ever, finishing like 0.3 of a second off getting my first semi-final at the first national of the year and thought, I've made it. Although I did mess up. <laughs> I, I was in the bump for to make it into the semi-final. And then classic me, I fucked it up on the last corner and lost by 0.3 of a second. That was like your... your, your That's just how I roll. I thought, yeah, it was like, this is, it's not my time. It was... It was to come later on, and I had to be driving a JQ. I just knew it. Um, but I'd obviously been scouted at that event because I was obviously so good with my Mugen. Um, and then... <laughs> well, fuck. Come on, Keenan. No need to laugh at her, man. Um, I'm laughing at your scouting uh, story here, but go ahead. I was obviously scouted. That was how it worked. Because I, I got a phone call from Bradley, a little... Irish leprechaun that I didn't know who it was on the phone. Um, and he just said, do you want to try a JQ? And I was like, yeah, why not? I'd followed it for quite a while because it looked pretty cool on the internet, but never tried it. And yeah, I was like, I'll give it a go. It might be shite, but I'll give it a go. Um, Quick question. Joseph, was this, was this orders from above? Did, this, did these orders come from you directly? I don't think so. I can't remember anyway. Yeah, did Scott had no idea who I was at this right, time. Right, Scott didn't tingle your potential. This guy can be a champion. Since no, I don't think so. That you have. So How okay, Scott, I was trying. That comes later was on in to, the story. Don't you worry. I was trying to get you some props early out, Scott. So. Nah, at this point, Joseph didn't even know I existed. Um, so I got a car. It was fine. I looked what at did it. You and get? Was, I got it was a white edition, so this okay. was back in the day, 2015. I had a white edition with some horrific pistons that Brad drilled with like fucking 12 holes in all different sizes, um, a chassis that was dremeled for more flex, and many different things that we they said run this, it'll be great. So I didn't even look at it. I was booked into Bitty a few weeks later and was like. I, I'm used to that track. I'll probably try it there. I, I kind of. Oh, so you had it in your possession all this time? Yeah, yeah. I had it and just flew out to Italy with both the Mugen and the JQ and thought, I'll give it a go on the Monday. I'd seen Joseph was there. So I messaged him and was like, Are you going to stay on the Monday? Because I want to try this car and I'd, I'd appreciate a bit of help. And then all I got back. It wasn't like a, yes, I'm staying on the Monday. It was just, you should run it at the race. That was I, it. I, how did I know he was going to say that? That was it, which fair <laughs> enough, but could have been a bit more helpful. That was like my first contact with Joseph. And I was like, well, you got more words than most. I people. know it wasn't just a yes. Yeah. Well, 
so yeah, we turned up to the race, got my Mugen out, thought, yeah, this will be good. Put it on the track. It was good. Very easy. I was pretty happy. But then <laughs> I was like, yeah, yeah, this is easy. I could, I is could this be alright. Seven here. R we're talking about. Yeah, seven R. Yeah, that was a good that car. Was, that was good. So then I had my JQ sat there, and Joseph was over there, and I was like, oh, I'll just go look at his car while I'm running my Mugen. I'll just go look at his car so I know what I'm to expect on the Monday. I go over there and I'm like, oh, uh, my car doesn't have a rear chassis brace. Is that like a tuning option that I haven't been given? And he looks at me like I'm some sort of idiot. It's like, who the fuck is this? I know this I, look. <sighs> I know this look all too much. This is the first contact I've ever had with Joseph. And I'm like, I'm trying your car for the weekend, but did you run the rear chassis brace? And he just, yeah, he just thought I must be a right twat. Just what am I doing? So, yeah, I he. What did he say to you? Oh, I can't, oh, I can't even remember. I think he just looked at me and then just gave me a rear chassis brace. <laughs> <laughs> just went in his box and just went, here, put this on. So I was like, oh, well, Brad said they dremeled the chassis for more flex. So I thought maybe they just don't run the rear chassis brace. I didn't know. I hadn't looked You're at trying to manual. be all smart too, right? Oh, yeah, I, I was like, oh, because I just started my engineering degree and I was like, oh, I know what I'm on about here. I've done my first year. I thought I was a big, big boy. And yeah, I wasn't. I just had the wrong car built. Um, so yeah, I put that on and then we carried on in practice, I think it was, with the Mugen. And then Dan and I were like, this is a bit boring, isn't it? Why don't we just put the JQ on? And then Joseph said to help. JQ motor and everything? No, no, I had to put my own stuff in it. Okay, I got a complete one. I just had to put a receiver in mine. So I like to run it, whenever you give someone a car, I like them to run their own engine and servos and everything, just so it's the most like what they're used to, because then they can't complain that we've given them shit bits. You know, you know, oh, Joseph, that really was a good idea, the rent-a-ride thing. Just, just to let you I know. Good idea. Do it again. I thought I'd compliment you so I could get you involved in this story. But and jumpstart your your something. Maybe I should have just. It's it's bound to say something controversial <laughs> yeah. at some point. Uh, go on. No, or maybe, nah, uh, maybe at Brad, but oh, yeah, go on, sorry, go on. you can button whenever you want, Joseph. Do you remember the first time we met this this event? This event, kind of, yeah. Just go on. <laughs> okay. Okay. This was. All right, Jesus, steady. See, see what I mean? So, yeah, I then, for the first round of practice, uh, no, practice, I ran the Mugen. Then first round of qualifying, we thought it was a good idea to put the JQ out, having never run it before. Just thought, why not? It's a bit of fun while we're here, isn't it? It's a holiday. Um, first run, the diff shit itself. <laughs> um, so, took the, I think it was the rear diff. Bearing in mind, we'd never run one that had offset diffs and didn't have that plastic thing on. So we were like trying to mangle the bolts to get the thing out. So again, Joseph looks over and just thinks we're idiots again. Uh, take it apart and there's no shims. So I, I, I have no spares for this. I've turned up very unprepared. But luckily, Joseph was there. So again, there's plenty of spares like yeah. Joseph always has. Not. Nah, well, he didn't by the end of the weekend, but he turned up with a few. Um, but yeah, I needed new diff internals, so 
then I'd taken a rear chassis brace and diff internals because there were no shims on it, even though it had to be shimmed. So immediately it shit itself. Uh, Are you blaming this shoddy mechanicking on on Bradley? Hmm. I I don't know. I I feel like I probably should have checked it, but I assumed that as a factory team driver, he would kind of know how to put it back together. Yeah. No. I must say the one that I rented was 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 together was good like i did very little to it at all i broke a shock in i broke a shock in in my main but i think i just maybe freshened up the center diff oil and the rear diff oil and left it yeah i wasn't that lucky so yeah so your first interaction with joseph is you need a chassis brace he looks at you like a crazy yeah. any so when did you like because it's it's like you know, I know it's a little bit different being around Joseph, just this great persona, persona on Facebook, and you think he's going to be this loud, obnoxious, rumptious for character at the, in the pits, and he's really quite quiet. He just doesn't and say reserved. anything. And that's usually when he's, when he's doing good, he's he's happy. And I think he was doing all right, yeah. I, I was concentrating on trying to build my car, but I wasn't really watching. Mm. But yeah, I think he was doing When did you start right. warming up to him? Joseph, do you remember any of this? You're so useless in this story, Joseph. I remember how fucked up his car was and all the things that needed to be fixed. (laughs) I knew you remember that. Something like that. Oh, yeah. I think the next one was the one Joseph was sorting out. The brakes. What happened, Joseph? Yeah, the center diff was the next one. Did we have to adjust your brake bias or something? There was something with the brakes you weren't happy about. So we were playing... We were playing with brake bias. I was like, there's no brakes. This just isn't working. This is this is a piece of shit. And it just wouldn't do anything. So you go full brakes, nothing happens. And then I get Joseph to play with my brake bias. He's like, right, that's sorted. Go on track, no brakes. I think we did that for like two runs. And he was like, this is it. We sorted it. So didn't help. Took the center diff what out. Fucking, what was the problem? So he took the center diff out and there was like a groove on the diff casing. So the front brake cam, instead of pressing on the brake pads, was just braking straight on the center diff. <laughs> so obviously it wasn't going to work. So, so I set the yeah, brake. I set the brake bias in the pits, right? Then you go out on track and you just yeah. wear out the diff case, so it stops braking. <laughs> oh my god, I had never seen that before. Where you, you put the caliper in the wrong way, so it, the brakes aren't even engaging. It's just braking on the diff itself. The caliper is pushing on the... The rear brake was working, so it was just doing donuts everywhere. It was great. That's that's what you get when a leprechaun builds builds a car. (laughs) (laughs) Joseph, how old was Bradley? So what, this is what, 2015? So his... He was like 20... Old enough not to have any excuses. No, man, he's not that old. He should have been doing better than this. He was on the team longer than this. Was it a big JQ team? Was you pitting with everybody? Uh, there were like, no, there was like four people, I think. Mm-hmm. Joseph, a Mexican guy. Uh, Leo Valente and his mental dad. Uh, <laughs> so on one side, I had Joseph, who just gives me evils and just gives me some parts because things are wrong. And then on the other side, you have Leo Valente's dad pointing at bits and being very Italian with his hands and be like, hey, Dremel, Dremel. And I was like, oh, God, what's going on? <laughs> so, yeah, it was two very polarizing views of the GQ. 
And Bradley wasn't there to unfuck his. No, car. no, I was just texting him, going, "No, I didn't finish that one either." So I take it you didn't have a really good biddy that year. No, so uh, yeah, I qualified. I think it was well, it was bottom final, and uh, then we sort thought we'd sorted everything, and then my throttle servo broke in the well, it burnt out in probably from the brakes. Um, it burnt out in the warm up laps for the final. Might have, yeah, might have. So I threw the car at Joseph in the warm-up and was like, fix it. I don't know how to do this. Fix it. So, yeah. But he managed to f- change the servo in a minute, and we got it fired up. But, yeah, didn't Did finish. Did you throw it at him angrily? Uh, no, I think I was more panicky, like, uh, it's not working. Um, I just wanted to finish a run with the JQ. I'd come all this way, and I don't – it was shite. Um, <laughs> Joseph, you must have been just over there like – what the fuck? Yeah. Like I could I could <laughs> I could hear you like, why didn't I bring a car for this guy? That's what you're probably no, saying. Because he had nothing to do with it. He was probably thinking, who the fuck are the UK guys getting to drive this car? This guy is a bell. Probably thinking that. Yeah. Who have, what what have they sent me? Uh is he still around? Yeah. Are you there? I'm here. Oh my gosh. So you had a shitty bitty. Shitty bitty. I f- finished dead last. Yeah. The only, <laughs> only time. <laughs> so so I, traveled, oh, good... I traveled all the way to Italy, had a <laughs> really good Mugen MBX7R there, and thought, nah, fuck this. I don't want to make the main. I want to finish dead last with the JQ. Um, but yeah. Uh... <laughs> so on like the Tuesday, I phoned Brad. He'd know, he knew I was having a shit one, so I imagine he was thinking, nah, it's not going to happen. And all I said was, the car you sent me shit, I came dead last, <laughs> but the one I'll build, build is better. I'm in. And yeah, I, I don't think he really, uh, he didn't understand why. Because most people, if they don't finish a run and come dead last, don't really change cars. But I don't really know why I did it. But that's it. I, that's definitely not. No, I never knew that about you. Um, I never knew this was your story. So it's pretty interesting. I it's, like a challenge. It's, it's oh, you definitely <laughs> have. Um, it's funny how we accept things like that. Like who would have ever thought? Yeah, I went to this race. I finished absolutely dead last. The it's not even like it's a club shit. race. I didn't go to like a club race down the road ten minutes. This no, is like a different country, big race, dead last. Well, the good thing about the Biddy race is that they have a bar right there. Yeah. That, drawing your sorrows. It was an ice cream. That was it. I remember talking to Joseph about the car over a lovely ice cream. It was delightful. That's a great well, race. Well, I was talking I at him. He didn't really respond. <laughs> I got yes and no's. But. Yeah. How was your, did, did you and him become friends by the end? Did he say more? Well, I think he was like, please just fucking leave me alone and just run the Mugen probably by the end of it. <laughs> Oh my god! Well, guess what, dude? If you hadn't done that, we wouldn't be talking to you now. Exactly. You get to laugh at me every day, and then laugh at Joseph and I, and we argue. Yeah, I, and, I'm um, like the mediator. You guys yeah. just argue, and I'm like, just settle down, kids. Come on. Uh, it's more like Hulk and Thor. <laughs> this feels like. <laughs> Joseph, who would have thought this skinny? Well, you had her back then too. So How dare you? I did actually, yeah. It's the stress of driving a JQ car that's driven my hair. You finished dead last, lose all your (laughs) and and you still now you know you you're like JQ manager, Europe manager. There you go. Yeah. Exactly why you shouldn't drive a JQ. (laughs) But now I know how not to build it. So mine are all right, generally. 
It's so crazy how things like that happen. Like whoever, like think about it, just whoever thought like some random trip to the DR would have resulted in meeting me and would have made your life absolutely awesome. I don't know. For me, it's not that unusual because for me, that's my life. That's how my life is. It's my life is like Forrest Gump, the movie. (laughs) (laughs) Serious. That's how it goes. There is somewhat of a plan, but it's very loose. It's very sort of, uh, it's fluid. fluid. He's been reading that dictionary again. Jesus. Keenan's been reading that dictionary again. (laughs) Yeah, it's very fluid. fluid. My life is fluid. Not my gender, just my life. You are, you are... (laughs) You know what? We always tease David as being a minimalist. You are the gypsiest, junkiest minimalist <laughs> ever. I thought you were going to say no. fluidist. <laughs> no, like you are a minimalist, but you also like carry the most shit I've ever seen. I'm not really a minimalist. I'm just very easy to like. I'm low maintenance. I'm not minimalist. Low well, maintenance. <laughs> <laughs> but um. Good stuff. Like that that's that skinny pasty white guy with her skinny white kid with her who told you Rheumat- he was an engineer. With rheumatism. Not... What is it? Rheumatic. Arthritis. <laughs> you can just go with the second word. It's fine. <laughs> Arthritic, that's it. Are you not Are you now teasing like you like to tease people about the medical mishaps, Mr. F- Mr. Mr. Juggernaut. You always <laughs> juggernaut. <laughs> you, you always say I'm an idiot. I can't help it. So there you go. It is me. Man, your internet's really bad. I don't know what's going on with your internet, Joseph. Get your Fine. stuff fixed. Scott, we need to have you back on her and uh, chat with us. Joseph, aren't you super super duper happy you met Scott? Yeah, I mean, after that race, I well, well, there's that one. I mean, I'll never see that guy again. <laughs> Yeah, you must have thought I'm like, that. Like, what a disaster. Did Brandy, you guys, did, did you you're do, an did you idiot. Like, why would you give us, uh, someone a car that's built all wrong? Like, at least give us a chance. Like, build the car right, then you can have a decent race and we can get some drivers. And then this idiot signs. Like, hey, yeah, I'll stick around. I'm like, oh, wow. Yeah. It's like it's like when I broke the JQ here, I remember I strutting onto the guys and his there, get on. Go down and fix the car. Finish the race. Is that your Joseph impression? Car. Yeah, it's there's many That's... different versions. <laughs> nice. Fix the car. Finish the race. All right. Well, I want to thank you, Scott, for coming on, That's sharing right. your stories. Maybe you'll get some more rowdy stories out of you. We got to get Adam back on her too. I, uh, I don't Joseph... think I'm. I, I don't have that many rowdy stories. I think. I think that was no. back in the day. Before no, my yeah. time. Yeah, before your time. Before your time. Um, <clears throat> thank you, Scott. Thank you, Joseph. Thank you, Rob Zoyal, for bringing us the RC Gypsy Tales. Uh, we want to get some viewer Gypsy Tales. Maybe they come on and tell us. We'll see how that goes as well. Um, all right. Well, Joseph, it's on to Scott. Actually, you know what? I would have said I would have brought you to the JQ Racing Rant, but we got to let you go. And, um, you know. Joseph, we got to move on to the JQ Racing Rant. Talk to you later, Scott. Yep, speak to you in a bit. Cheers. Bye-bye.
We are now at that point of the show where you should fasten those seatbelts and put your big boy pants on. Whoa. Things are about to get serious. It's time for the JQ Racing Rant. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's that part of the podcast. It's that time of the podcast where it's time to put your big boy panties on because we are going to get volatile and hostile in this rant. Maybe not so much. It's not really, really a rant. It's more of like, hey, we're doing something good here. I think maybe what we're doing is catching on. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't really, like I said, it's not a rant. It's more of something that we rant about constantly, but it seems that it, people are starting to see it and pay attention and see that they like it too. What do you think about that, Joseph? Well, what is it? What's what the topic? is it? So I was talking to my good buddy, Mike Hill, and we was having one of our RC talks, and he's been doing a lot of racing in the Southeast. Well, he's from the Southeast, but he's been doing a lot of racing in that area, he says, man, lefty, you know how Mike Hill talks? Cause he sounds, he sounds like a, like a redneck or a hillbilly, but he's not really, he's actually, he's um, completely the opposite. Nice guy, I like Mike. We're gonna get him on this podcast. We're, we might get, we're trying to get him on to tell some stories. He goes, lefty, I wanna tell you, there's a movement going on in RC right now. And I said, what's that, Mike? And he goes, there is the heads up movement, heads up racing movement. I say, really? He goes, more people, are wanting heads up racing now more and more, more on a club level, more on a series level. And he says, even some of these bigger races in my area are starting to get, see that heads up is the way to go. So there you go, Joseph. I think you can pat yourself on the back because that RCGP, a lot of that, okay, yes, there's always been heads up racing. Let's not like get crazy and say we, Re, like RCGP and reinvented the wheel or you, you know, what we talk about is reinventing the wheel. Uh, really is heads up racing, but you get what I'm saying. Really heads up racing has been gone because of IFMAR and then, you know, because IFMAR is more fair, what you know, all that type of stuff. So, but he says just people are realizing that heads up racing is more fun. They want to do it. They get more quality track time and, he just thinks that it's going to catch one like wildfire all over RC. But there are there are some issues that need to be fixed. But, yeah. Well, I, I agree. I think Heads Up Racing is the right way to go, or more of it, uh, because it's more fun. Let's face it. We want to race against each other, not just drive around the track and compare times. And there are ways of doing that. And... But the thing is that someone has to make the change first and you have to sit down and you have to think about the different formats and what works and what, what the best way is. And it seems that a good step in the right direction is to shorten the amount of qualifying we have, you know, seeding slash qualifying, change it up a bit so that, for example, in the IFMA style qualifying, when you take a whole run, you know, you need to have a number of them and then take the best of two out of three or three out of five or whatever so to make it fair. Like you really rank drivers according to speed at that point and then you put them into mains, but it takes so long. So there are other ways to do it. You know, if you have a two five-minute runs, but you don't, you only take, you know, the 
best average of five laps. So you, you take five laps, then divide that number by five, and you have the average of the five fastest laps, for example. And it can be any five laps in that run. That changes the ball game again, where two runs, that should pretty much be enough for that. You know, you don't need to run many times and then two two is enough. You already ranked the drivers according to uh, speed at that point. And then you can go into, you know, a heads up qualifier, for example, like the system used for RC2 in RCGP, where you have the normal qualifying first, two rounds of normal qualifying, then the last round, you're already put into your bracket. So the fastest guys whoever wins that race is TQ. And let's say there's 12 drivers there and then 12 drivers in the lower bracket. Whoever wins that race is 13th overall qualifier. You know, so you, they're sort of pre-qualifying or seeding into your qualifying race. And then that determines your final qualifying position. So just sort of ways of figuring out a race format which allows for more heads-up racing which is still fair which still makes it to where the fast guys qualify better and you know so there's less luck involved but it's more fun because you're racing other cars so yeah there's ways of doing these things but we just have to commit to doing them so hopefully Hopefully with more people doing it and more people realizing that, hey, there's other ways of racing and there's more fun ways of racing and all of these things. I hope we can help to influence change. Well, I think that's what he was trying to say. He thinks <clears throat> that it's starting to just catch on a little bit now. And race even, even tracks are trying to do different things, you know. So... <clears throat> It's good to see, man. Good to see. It starts, that's where it starts with the people, man, at, at a club level and, and people just doing things the way they want to do it. And, you know, we, it was funny, like that, oh, that, that led us onto a whole discussion on why even if my racing became a thing, you know? And then we, you know how this conversation, that when you go down that rabbit hole, you just keep talking about this and that. So, he was like, well, we figured out that <clears throat> everybody just, it was just more fair. And um, <clears throat> even we went to a whole different qualifying scheme, like based off seeding, but based off of uh, like not all the fast guys would be in one group. They'd be spread out throughout the whole seeding. Each, each man would have each level of driver that's at that race pretty much. So, <clears throat> yeah, we was actually just talking about that this morning. So that that's why it kind of came up. Way, I think. Well, we we're just throwing things out there, you know. That was like if it it's not off a clock if you if winners go into. Um, but I like your way too with the different brackets and all that type of stuff. So. Now we just need to get some of these these bigger races, man, to maybe cut down on entries and, and charge a little bit more and see that you pay more for more time and stuff like that. So maybe we've got to keep beating the drum and people will just figure it out. I mean, it's, it's a small victory. It's not a big victory yet. So keep beating the drums. Boom, 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 boom. Keep running away. Really just have to do the work for them. 
do do a schedule do a budget show that look this is possible maybe we should try it this way you know it really does take certain races certain promoters if they change their ways it could really improve how we race really could hard hard this hard to do hard to do hard to change old habits but hey it's a start it is a start every river started with a raindrop yeah that makes sense i guess I'm probably wrong about that, by the way, so don't quote me on that. But Lefty said every river starts with a raindrop. I don't have nothing else to add to that, Joseph. How about you? Anything you want to add before we uh, sign out here of the uh, episode number 96? Uh, no, not really. Not really? Well, I want to thank you for your time, man. It was good chatting with you. You're in a better mood this week. It's a little earlier for you as well. We're, we're trying to figure out uh, a good schedule for you. I want to catch you when you're early and it's not too late. And, you know, it's, it's hard, man. A lot of uh, logistics go into this, so I appreciate your effort and your time. Shout out to Adrian Bertin for his time. I greatly appreciate that as well. So shout out to our guest, uh, Scott Walker, who came on the, uh, the RC Tales. Uh, telling some stories it was great a great chat with him i've talked to scott every day so it's good to get him and i uh, have a little phone call with him thank you to him shout out like back to you guys man the nnrc squad without you guys none of this is possible thank you to everybody that rocks the nnrc sticker shirt hat um that listens to our podcast shares likes um reviews remember we got to review these podcasts whatever platform you on leave a review whether it's good or bad whether you don't like it or not just leave a review it helps uh, we appreciate your support. If uh, you guys, none of this is possible. Uh, our pa Facebook page is almost at 3,000 likes, and we are going for 1,500 IG likes. So, man, that IG is hard to grow, Joseph, man. Oof, hard to hard to grow. Hard not to crack. Whole different animal there. But, um, yeah, good things are coming. Shout out to the patrons on Patreon. Like I said, without you guys, none of this is possible. You go the extra mile. You get early access you get extra bonus content giveaways like stuff stuff like that but some of you just do it just to support the podcast and i greatly appreciate that and that is the type of help that will help this podcast uh grow and do cool things like travel to races so if you want to be a patreon and you want to help out with that you can check out the written description in this podcast uh below shout out to all of the awesome companies that support us shout out to all of them because we can't do without them and advertise with us uh that goes out to rcmx online techno rc beach rc jq racing papa willie's traction tonic rob's oil for your one-stop shop for all your amazon needs www.manscape.com cut through the jungle to find your manhood there is a promo code attached to that jq threads the Luth Cranes, my boy, Connor Ehlers, thank you for your help. Um, and, of course, thank you, JQ Threads. I need to get me a hat and lose me some weight so I can fit into a shirt that you guys make. JQ Threads, not just a company making clothes. It's also providing opportunities, so that's good to see. And shout-out to my boy, Wally. We'll be on with Wally next week doing some, uh, some RC talk. Maybe we'll, get some, maybe we'll get a guest one. Maybe we'll get Joseph one. Maybe he won't go crazy. You'll see. We'll see how that no. goes. No, no lives for you. 
Huh? No lives for you? No live? Nah, never mind. I thought you were saying something. Check out these awesome companies, everybody, because showing our sponsors some love shows the podcast some love, and we greatly appreciate it, and we can't do it without them either. Enjoy your weekend coming up. If you're racing, remember, send it with responsibility. Have fun. You're fortunate to be racing. That's great. Uh, if you ain't grinding, you're sliding. Hard work beats talent when talent doesn't work hard. And just enjoy your weekend of racing, man. Just enjoy it. Like, have fun. Nitro is the glory. E-Buggy pays the bills. Joseph, nothing to say before we go? No, save it for next week. <laughs> save it for next week. Thank you. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Uh, enjoy your weekend. And thank you for all the support. Lefty out. Thank you for listening to the No Name RC podcast. We greatly appreciate all the support and love from you, the listeners. Without all of you, none of this is possible. Special thanks to our patrons on Patreon. If you wish to support the podcast further, you can at patreon.com forward slash NNRC podcast. As a patron, you will receive early releases, special content, and patron-only giveaways. Also, please follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and our website, www.nnrcpodcast.com. Remember, Nitro is the glory, but e-buggy pays the bills. If you aren't having fun, it doesn't make sense. And if you ain't grinding, you're sliding lefty out. Nitro is the glory, Nitro is the glory, Nitro is the glory.